Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to a That's Garbage Media production. We got a red on it as well. We're pulling super colds all day. Podcasting. Champion of the world. It's Happy Hour. Your well, you know, I, favorite podcast. I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm gonna have one. I'm not promoting it now. No! Introducing host. Your hosts, Snake and Trout. The garbage. Welcome back to Happy Hour, episode 58. Huge episode. Conference championship week. Trav's here. I'm here. Guest episode. Uh, Welcome to the program. For the first time, uh, we have Patrick Mahomes. Uh, We have Danny McBride, the number one cheesehead, wheelman, Dev. Welcome to the program, brother. Hey, thanks, guys. (laughs) Appreciate you having me. Uh, Looking forward to it. I get Mahomes and... Uh, Danny McBride, like way too much, way more <laughs> McBride recently, but I appreciate it. I always take it as a compliment. Yeah. As, as soon as I laid eyes on you today, I was like, oh my God, he looks even more like Pat Mahomes than the last time I saw him. <laughs> he's he's you know, kind of sneaky running the, like the haircut. He he allows it to happen. It's Oh yeah. Nasty. Oh, he's definitely got it. Yeah. yeah it, he's got, he's got hair the Mahomes cut. Long. Yeah. But. Dude, speaking of November thirtieth, I've never been so excited to shave before. I went no shave this year. Just I do it every year, and then by the time I get to the end of the month, I give myself like a two or three week head start too. So it's just like very uncomfortable by the thirtieth of November. Trav, I can see you didn't participate this year. No, I forgot that was the thing. I also do the same thing though. I start about two or three weeks early. So when you're a couple weeks in and you tell people you're doing no shave November, they're like blown away that you could grow a beard that fast. Yeah, a couple. And then about and then about that time, the red starts kicking in, like on the bottom, you know, here. So then by that point, it's like by the end of the month, I'm like, all right, I look like uh, what's his face, that fake wrestler Sheamus or whatever. Um, So it's not (laughs) not a great not a great look. Uh, best time of the year though. Okay. Um, let's, get I was right. going to say, I was, I was going to say the opposite. Let's not get right into it. Quick question here. Okay. I have jotted down before we get into it. Can we get, uh, the backstory behind, uh, why you are known as wheel man? <laughs> oh, I was, I figured that was coming. Absolutely. So we'll give the whole, the whole backstory. So, um, I was, I'm old for my grade, obviously. Um, so I got my license before everybody. Um, and I used to drive my mom's old minivan that I had. And this thing had like, she, she was picking me up from like a football game or something. Um, couldn't drive, but she drove someone home before pulled into their driveway and like got the, the van stuck between the house and like a garage. And it just like completely dented the pull, the back pull open door. Right. So this is like just an absolute beater first car. It, it was a beauty, yeah, but yeah. anyway, anyway, we, so we call that a flicker bomb in my house. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, it's just perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was perfect. And you know what? I got as much use out of that thing as possible, but, um, 
So I was, you know, taking your your brother Griff home uh, back to my house. Your dad was going to meet us and pick Griff up. He had to go, you know, do something. And so I'm pulling down on my dead end street that I lived on growing up. And like, there's no, no cars ever go down there. And there was a car like past my house, just like sitting on the side of the road. Didn't really think anything of it. Um, being the idiot, you know, 16 year old, fresh new driver that I was <laughs> pulled into the street, whipped into this street and started like warming up the tires going all the way over the side of the road, like each side just <laughs> being an, an absolute idiot. And we like pull into my driveway and the car that was on the street pulls in behind and it was your dad. So were your activities unrelated to that strange car at the end of the street? You were going to do that regardless. Yeah. uh, Regardless. It didn't inspire you to be like, who's this asshole? I'm going to rip my car around the street. I'm going to show him what we do on this street. (laughs) Right. I exactly. So I figured it was just like a neighbor friend, someone parked there. If obviously if I would have recognized it was your dad's truck, (laughs) you wouldn't have been whipping shitties down the road. Yeah. Right. So your dad pulls in promptly and he's just like, what are you warming up the tires? You going racing? And then he's just like, that's where it kind of just started. He just started calling me wheel man. So it came from your dad. And then obviously that took off like a, like a rocket. And that's just, here we are, you know, 10 years later. So wheel for yeah, sure. I was going to yeah. say yeah, t- 10 years later. I, uh, I remember um, one of my friends like pulling out of the driveway while my dad was like following him in his truck. And that's like worst nightmare sort of stuff. Cause he's going to evaluate every little move that you make. My friend told me, he said it was like, he was literally driving the speed limit the, the whole way. And he said it was the most nervous he's ever been. Just my dad just driving. That's worse than just, a cop. Yeah. He said he was going like slower than the speed limit and he could see like distance starting to like separate the two. And he's like, Oh my God, mind how games. slow do I have to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. It's just like one of those things where your heart just drops. You're like, oh, I, I screwed up. Like that was, that was so stupid. But I think I it mean, was, I, I think it was totally worth it personally. Yeah, yeah. A ten Looking year running back, joke out of that thing is awesome. Yeah, I also love the sneaky good part of that story is like every high school kid, and this happened with us too. You're just like, oh, I got my license now, like. I don't ever want to drive like some piece of shit flicker bomb. Like I won't drive a minivan. Like me and Trav used to drive this, drive this sedan. That was just like the worst thing ever. <laughs> and you tell yourself like, oh, I, I don't like this car, but once you get that freedom, you're like, I don't give a shit if I'm running like a punch bug right now. Like I will drive anything <laughs> to take advantage yes, of dude, it. Just drive up to Jamestown for fun. Just cause you can like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. I could not give a shit. Like I had a car and I had freedom. That was like, that's you know great. what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, and then well, you get, you get to like my point in life. And then you, I guess you evidently, once you have children, uh, do you just circle. go back, you just go back to the minivan? <laughs> yeah. Full circle trap. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I've, you either go minivan or one of those giant like Cadillacs. I feel like, like there, you gotta, gotta have that room to haul, I guess. So, yeah. All right. Now are we ready for order of first order of business? Let's get into it. All right. Well, it's episode 58. So I I dug up a fifty eight. Uh, I pretty much only found one notable. Does anyone else have one? An athlete. I have a non non notable, but it's a good one. Okay. Whenever you're, I I, I found Jack Lambert was apparently fifty eight, and then I was going to give you guys a quick dead or alive on Jack Lambert. Dead. 
Oh man, for some reason I think he's he's still alive. He just stays out of the limelight. Alive and shockingly young. He's he's only seventy one. I think I get him confused with Mike Webster a lot, and I think he's dead. But those are two different people. Yeah, I get him confused with Dick Buckus, and he's definitely dead. <laughs> recent recent death, I think. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. I, I noticed that Penn State. When I googled Jack Lambert, there's a Penn State player named Jack Lambert. Did you guys know this? He plays QB. No like, way. Like currently, current player. And I was like, okay, so Jack Lambert has a kid. They're not related. This guy's from like the Carolinas or something. <laughs> there's a Jack okay. Lambert on Penn State. I'm gonna Is go walk on. Yeah, he was like maybe yeah. a little run-on action type of guy. I'm going to go uh, quick sports trivia, too, while we're just throwing out random ones. Do you know what cost Jack Lambert his career? What injury? I think I know just from the grin on your face. I have no idea. It's probably going to be turf toe. You got it. How yeah. did you know that from the <laughs> grin on my face? That's weird. Because it's because it's like a bitch-ass injury. I feel like you were going to get fired up about that. No, no, that is not a bitch ass injury. It been, sounds like a bitch ass. I am a turf toe survivor for like 16 years now, and it is not good. I can still feel it sometimes, and it worked it worked its way over the other toe sometimes too. So like, it might just be gout, actually, <laughs> like having arthritis or something. Uh, who who do you got for uh, 58 wheelman? Uh, Packers current starting linebacker Isaiah McDuffie, underrated <laughs> linebacker. I really i I love him, but I wouldn't. I knew, we got a college on this man. Uh, oh, college? Yeah, I don't yeah, college. Uh, oh, I got I him. At, I got know. him at BC. Oh, he's young. Uh, he's twenty four. Related to OJ McDuffie? I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that is, Will Man? That's like a '90s Penn State receiver. No, I was gonna say I have no okay. idea. Not I had a. I was gonna go with fifty eight for some reason. I had that one psychopath defensive end. I think his name's Jason Babin. See, oh I kind of remember that. Yeah. I think we've talked about 50, him on this pod before oh, for some reason. In the Jags. Yeah, I got him at 58 in the Jags Uni boys. He was a big free agent signing one year, wasn't he? Or am I thinking of someone else? Oh, Eagles, I think, right? Yeah. Didn't he go to the Eagles? Looks like he was 94. That's the a Eagles. journeyman right there, boys. I got oh. him on like 11 different teams. Oh, a couple of repeats. No, that's that's, that's a journey. I would also... For the record, I would have bet my life that office linebacker Terry Tate was fifty-eight, but I went back to the to the archives. He was fifty-six. If you guys remember Damn that it. video, so we missed it. We could start throwing that in the text line, though. Trav, Terry Tate. <laughs> oh my god! Good call on that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Terry. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else? Or ready for game balls? Game ball. Do it. Ronnie Bass. All right. Uh, first game ball always goes to the guest, Dev. So uh, you are Perfect. you're up. All right. Oh, I got three. So I can give my first one. And then if you guys hit my other ones, you can come back to me if that works. All right. Yeah, we could go rotating game ball because I have three. Trav? I have, th- I have three. Perfect. Perfect. All right. I'll go first one. Uh, this might be game ball of the year. Uh, I'm going to give it to Bobby <laughs> Petrino. How? Bobby Petrino comeback? <laughs> oh my god, Wheelman, this was almost on mine as well. <laughs> I I could not. I literally, I thought like I was dreaming when I read that this week. I was like, so you're telling me this guy who had like probably the biggest 
you know, scandal at Arkansas that you, if, unless if I'm missing something, but not only does he come back to a power five coordinator job after being off for how long, but he goes back to the place that can him after that's, his two best seasons. Like it's insane. And does he it's, know it's one of the wildest things I've ever heard? Does I he think. have like a current connection with Pittman? Like, why is this happening? I have no idea. Did you see yeah. what he did when he his tweet when he got back? No. He no. he tweeted out a picture of him and Ryan Mallet, and he was just like, "This one's like for Ryan." Like, <laughs> and he's just like, "There's I like no, there's that. no way there's no way you can trash him." Like in the reply, there's just no way. Yeah, but he used a picture of a dead guy. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. It's oh, just, man, that's deep. It was, dude. It was. I'm like that might be the craziest. Like one of that's easily one of the craziest college football stories of the year and it's, i don't feel like it's being even talked about enough i don't know if it's because that's the first time i've heard about he slapped a picture of himself with i feel like that's a big deal he should have went side by side with the neck brace and ryan mallet just said like yes. don't call it a comeback this one's for ryan i, I also put a reminder in my phone uh in october that's going to be my halloween costume this year has to be the bobby petrino neck what, brace what was that man doing before texas a&m decided to give him a call anything uh, i was just reading his wiki page i should have the answer on this but um he was at like i think he was at western kentucky or something at one point also just kind of feels a little bit pathetic too it's just like it just failed at texas a&m and arkansas is just like so he ah. was oh he was at missouri state um he was at uh you guys know he got hired at UNLV last uh this no. year, like before <laughs> this year, and he was there for like three days and then he took the Texas AM job. Like he just like he was he was barely there. And then they hired that guy named I think it's Brennan Marion, and then UNLV had like the best one of the best offenses in football. It's kinda wild. Oh, he pulled like the Manny Diaz at what was it Temple? Yeah. Yeah, he was there for like a few Sorry days, and then he this. got the A and M job and took off. Yeah, looks like he was the head coach at Missouri State Snake. Oh, he's a head coach. Wow. Okay. But Missouri State's, I mean, pretty low down the top. It's yeah, that's, be wild. that's a great game ball, though. That's a comeback. When they uh, fire Pittman and then promote him, it's going to be even wilder. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I just cannot wait. Uh, Can you? Can you guys believe that he was the Atlanta Falcons coach for like 13 games? And then just on week 13, he just said, you know what? I want to coach the Arkansas Razorbacks. And he just quit. And he put he, like a, he put like a laminated letter on each locker. Right. And it just said like, it was like, I think it was like four. It was something short. Just like, Hey, it was, it was a pleasure, but I'm coaching the Razorbacks next year. That is all wild. time. Yeah. I was going to say, you cannot forget that part of the story where he didn't even like, say goodbye to the team in person. He just like typed up on Microsoft word and printed it out and left them in the locker <laughs> like that. That's just, it's, Oh my gosh. I'm sure nothing will go wrong in Arkansas. Nothing. No, that'll work out. Terrific. Um, also just, I've always loved that we have the double scandal of Petrino and Patino like, and they're both like red schools. It's just perfect. It is, <laughs> like those yeah, two almost wild. blend together. In my eyes, just for doing like scumbag stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, Trav, you got a game ball? Fire, yeah, fire wa- away. Yeah, I was watching the Penn State game. Um, 
and uh, with my with my wife, and I have to give her a game ball because uh, she saw uh, someone holding the land grant trophy on the television, and she said, "Quote: What is wrong with that trophy?" And if you know, you know, because <laughs> something's something's not right with that trophy. <laughs> uh, do you think if we Google that, could I get a weight on that trophy? It's it kind of looks like uh, it looks I, I like gotta someone wait. made like a like a pretend like a fantasy football trophy with just like in their garage with like some scraps of wood. Do you guys want to take a stab at the weight of this thing? Go ahead and throw out a number. One hundred fifty pounds. <laughs> Man, that that's sounds solid. very heavy. <laughs> that's solid. That thing is like solid wood. I'll say seventy-five. <laughs> Travis good at this weird stuff. It's seventy-six pounds. 76.2. Someone put a tenth place decimal on it. Uh, it is roughly the weight of an 11-year-old boy. That was like one of the nicest compliments you've ever given me. Uh, you're really good. You're really good at this weird stuff. <laughs> I feel like last week you were guessing, or two weeks ago, you were guessing very obscure. You're really good at guessing all these obscure shit. <laughs> Uh, all right, game ball to your wife. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm so glad you didn't steal this, Travis. I'm going game ball to former guest and friend of the program, uh, Eagles fan one, a.k.a. Ben. Um, he sent a picture of his Spotify wrapped to Trav and myself in a text message. And wouldn't you know it, our pod was at the very top of his list. So Ben gets a game ball. Um, I think that's the first spotify wrapped i've ever cared about in my life as well i will add is that was the coolest one i've ever seen hands down what, what if i told you that uh eagles fan 2 also texted me <laughs> <laughs> same picture um we're number two on his on his list but Who, who's got a, us there's a disclaimer um oh, disclaimer it's uh this past weekend with theo vaughn mm, that's a popular sure. one Okay, yeah. I've heard some episodes. I'm not sure. Um, for what it's worth, uh, number four is New Heights. Uh, so we took out the the other band of brothers there. Uh, we're the, the better boys. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for what it's worth, the disclaimer here is he said, "I've listened to podcasts for over three thousand minutes. So that's a lot. That's like what five hundred hours. So like that's a lot. lot. We've wiggled our way into number two. So uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Eagles fan one and two for sure." Damn, he's doing like an hour and a half a day. I don't want to look at my numbers. I'm probably there as well. I listen at work a lot, so I could be more than that. I'm not going to make any comments. All right, um, back to you, Wheelman. Second game ball. Perfect. Um, I'm going to go give my second game ball to Frank Reich. Back-to-back uh, -back years getting fired <laughs> midseason, and he is getting paid $66 million to not coach football ever again from the Colts and the Panthers combined. So... Um, that guy's living the absolute life. Going to retire off into the sunset, hang him up. And I, I'm so jealous. Like that's, I feel like that's a game ball to be that bad to get fired and still get $66 million. So that's, yeah, sounds that's awesome perfect. to me. Yeah. He's living, yeah, he's living every man's dream. Yep. And someone will hire him again though. Don't worry. Yeah. He'll be an OC somewhere. I'm sure. Um, I he said he's done though. He did say he's retiring. So we'll see. He said that. Yeah, he said. I he, he said. Asked, I think why does is, he need yeah. to work? He's got a more. I feel like that's more than enough money to survive for generations. 
Dang. I like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't think I hate Frank Reich either. Actually, I feel like he's reasonable. Just a couple, uh, just a couple bad seasons here, but you know, I feel like he did good. Like, for the first few years in Indy. And I don't think he was the problem last year in Indy either. And I don't think he's the problem this year in Carolina. Their coach seems like a little bit of a wild card. That was my uh, third. Sorry, their, uh, was- sorry, their uh, owner or president or whatever. Seems yeah. like a little bit of a wild card. Yeah. Yeah, that was going to be my third was their, was their owner. He fired <laughs> two coaches back-to-back years, drafted a rookie quarterback, and just torpedoing the Panthers. But <laughs> D- David Tepper, right? Is that his Yeah, name? David yeah. Tepper, all right. yeah. So, all right, I did full disclosure for listeners. I had to run out for a second and replace a battery in my mouse. Did you just mention the fact that he tried to throw Greg Olson's name out in the mix? Uh, no, 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 no. Did you see this headline? It was a wild headline. I think I wrote it down. It is was basically like Jim Irsay. This is the Jim Irsay thing again, right? Yes. This hire random yeah. people. Yes. yes. He's just like, I like Greg Olson basically. And I kind of want to hire this guy and I'm going to kind of float it and see what happens. And basically the result was, so the headline is essentially said Panthers owner wanted to consider Greg Olson for the head coaching job. And he's hesitant to hire them. Hire him because there could be public backlash over the fact that Greg has only ever coached his kids' Pop Warner team. <laughs> That's it now. Because uh, what's his face? Uh, Jeff Saturday, he only coached like uh, a high school team for like a season. So I think Pop Warner, that's that's right there. <laughs> Dude, that's insane. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> I didn't know that Greg Olson piece. That's that's wild. Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead, Travis. Um, Second game I have ball. a I have a game ball for uh, Stu Man. I was texting with him here the other day. Uh, he's always just always willing to help a brother out in tough times, or in this case, some brothers out in tough times. He said that uh, uh, quote, uh, "You fellas should have just rang me in on the turkey combo. That one was painful. <laughs> that's painful. He didn't uh, like us go- talking." Uh, gobblers and guzzlers and gizzards oh and yeah we the beard the turkey beard me and griff are struggling to grab that one we should have had yeah. that do you see the text line by the way text line had something come in is it was from zig it was a request for a spinoff pod that just features us two and griff talking uh poultry and fowl and just birds he just wants that <laughs> i'm sure people would love to listen to that uh and for the record, that did inspire me. I Googled what's the difference between fowl and poultry, and I got it here. Uh, poultry is domesticated birds purposely kept for eggs or meat. Fowl is a bird of any kind, and it is uh, any of several domesticated or wild gallinaceous birds. So there is a difference. Fowl may not just be kept for eggs or meat, but apparently there's a lot of uh, parallels between the two as well. Uh, but next time we talk turkeys, we will bring Stu Man into the fold. That's that's probably a good idea. Okay, my second game ball, simple one. I'm going New Trail Brewing. Uh, you guys both know what that is? Central PA? Went there once. It's like excellent, right? Yeah, I was going to say, if it says IPA on that thing... And it's from New Trail. Let me, text me if you ever find a loser because I've got nothing but winners from there. <laughs> I don't know what kind of operation they're running. Did it look nice, Trav? 
it was yeah it was it was nice inside um i think i got like three or four beers i probably got like a flight or something tried them all was like i don't know which one's my favorite they're all they're all all good yeah they seem to be experts at that so game ball new trail brewing uh last round of game balls let's do it uh well i kind of stole wheelman's a little bit it was uh david (laughs) pepper oh was it really (laughs) yeah when you stepped away for a second yeah um go ahead fill them in on that wheelman yeah i just gave the other game ball to david tepper for back-to-back seasons (laughs) firing a coach okay i think i was just just stepping back in yeah Yeah, just tort having first round first round qb or first pick qb torpedo (laughs) torpedo the organization yeah it's amazing yeah just it, it also, always why does that guy they... suck? I was convinced he was going to be good. Bryce Young. What's going on there? Oh, I I really think it's like a combo of every, like, number one, he has no talent around him. Number yeah, two, he's, just... you know, short. And I don't, I don't know. I just feel like that they are not doing anything. Like, I feel like as a young quarterback, you need like a lot of stability. Yeah. And they are yeah. like, like, the a no, like a number one yeah. receiver and they just traded him to Chicago. So yeah. <laughs> like literally they had one in place. They should have just kept them. I don't, I don't really understand. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like he's yeah, been sure getting, they... getting trashed like since OTAs or whatever though. Like it just, no. and then the, the salt in the wound is the guy with Houston being so good. Stroud. Yeah. It's he's crazy. Actually nuts. Yeah. Have you seen, like, have you watched the Panthers at all this year? Like, Bryce Young legitimately looks like a foot shorter than his offensive lineman. Like, he looks so screen grabs and stuff where people make fun of that. He does look small. Yeah. I'm rooting for him, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I was like watching him as well. Yeah. Um, I got a third game ball here uh, for it's uh, for you, Will Man. I apologize. I've been trying to dig up the tweet. I can't find it. It's from about three or four years ago. You tweeted something. It's still my favorite tweet. I think it said something like my worst nightmare is setting up an iPhone for, oh, for yeah. my mother from 800 miles away. And I was like, I feel like this is the perfect, like, I feel like there's layers to that because like doing anything for your parents is so rough. The fact that you're like, also a millennial and like trying to move to a city and like start your life and like do all this stuff, but you still have this bullshit that you just can't get away from. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And the fact that you're setting this thing up and anyone could do that in like five seconds, but I know it took you five hours. That means you're a good son. Uh, just a good, yeah. Just, yeah, game you're ball just, to you. yeah. Game ball to you, man. Thank That's you. awesome. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That, that still might be one of the worst experiences. I it literally was two hours. It was like, a simple iPhone 12, whatever it was, just <laughs> this is what you got to do. Yeah, it's everything. Like, and it, you it was knew just... there's there's something else to it too. It's like you knew it was your responsibility to help her set that thing up because she would never be able to do it by herself. And it's like, yeah, we we definitely feel your pain. Every every millennial feels your pain. Yeah, she'd be yeah she'd be writing letters and sending them on a pigeon if it wasn't for me. <laughs> like, there's no way she would have figured that out. Like, no chance. <laughs> Dev, you're probably still young enough. This probably hasn't happened to you, but Trav, have you had anything yet that you're like, holy shit, that, that kind of got by me and I feel like an old man with this sort of thing? Like, I actually have had something at work, like this Microsoft OneDrive. It kind of got away from me and I was trying to figure it out, I don't know, like a month or two ago and set up some file sharing stuff. And I was like, this actually is making me feel like a little bit of a 70-year-old trying to dig in and figure out my file management here. 
Well, yeah. Anytime you start talking cloud, I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit of a gray area for me. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to say in general, I think it's, I think it's been rough for me for years, but I would say not working in like, I mean, I'm working for corporate America, but I'm not on like any sort of like business side or anything like that, where I'd like need something like that. I feel like I'm in the dark constantly, if that makes (laughs) you feel any better. I'm working with like these, uh, you know, old like boomer physicians that are like, uh, you know, they're like struggling with like the EMR that like I could probably teach to you guys in one day how to use it. And they're like, <laughs> oh, the shit, I got to double click for it to work. You know, I'm like, seriously, double click. That's what you're worked up about, you know? So it's a little bit, I don't know. It's a, I'm not dealing with the same. I, I, I don't get like, a, I don't get a taste of like some of that stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm in the dark as well. I don't know what Microsoft OneDrive okay. is. Yeah, there's slowly that's starting to happen to me that I'm like, damn, I got to, try and keep up with this or i'm going to turn into our parents uh my last game ball is talia tongue of iloa uh no don't know if you guys saw this he is officially the new big 10 all-time leading passer in yards eleven thousand two hundred fifty-six. obviously going into their final bowl game so he's got a chance to get to like 11 and a half um maybe you're having the same reaction to that as me i was like wildly impressed at first and then i looked at the list and I realized it's just a bunch of guys who wouldn't leave college. Okay. I mean, I, I didn't see the list. I think he texted it to me. I don't remember. Uh, I've got, on it. is Drew Brees on it? Drew Brees is on there, but that's literally, that might be the only name I'm impressed with. Drew Brees is four. Chad Henney is 10. I'll read you down the list and then you'll understand. Curtis Painter is two. He <laughs> played for Purdue. Adam Weber was at Minnesota. He's three. Then it's Brees. Clayton Thorson, I cannot believe that man's on this list. He's five. Clifford is six. No, he's not. Yes, he has over 10,000 yards passing. <laughs> Brett Bassanez, if you remember that name from Northwestern. Oh, Brett Bassanez, Brett yeah. Uh, McSorley is eight. David Bluff is nine. That guy was there David kind Blau. of recently. Blau. Yeah. yeah. And then Chad Henney is 10. So... I I was impressed with that statistic for about 10 seconds. And then I looked at the list and I was like, holy shit. It's just guys that won't go away. That's all it is. Can he, can he come back? No, there's no way. Right. Even with the COVID year, I don't think so. I saw Spencer, uh, Spencer Rattler can come back. Obviously cam rising's coming back there. I mean, some of these guys, it's like, I don't know. I don't even get it anymore. It's pretty wild. The one guy that can come back, I know, is the um, Oklahoma QB. Why am I blanking on his name? Dylan Gabriel. Gabriel has one more in him, which is crazy. He has another year. That's, I mean, yeah, that's insane. he'll probably stay, right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah they I'm like sure he will. that one kid. Probably doesn't want to sit there forever, though. They got some big prospect. Um. All right, we better we better move along. Trav, you're gonna throw. Oh, if you're not frozen. If you're still there, you're going to throw a wild ass fact out. Oh, heck yeah. Um, so I got some, uh, I got some Tasmanian devil, uh, facts here. It is about animals, right? Yeah. Wild ass facts was originated from the African wild ass. Yes. Do you guys know where all, uh, all of the Tasmanian devils are located? I think I do. I would say Australia. I thought it was just a cartoon. Yeah, I was with Wheelman. Uh, snakes on it though; they're all. It's in a real animal, but I don't know what yeah. kind of animal it is. Is it a rodent? Okay, well that was that was question number two. 
Um, <laughs> it is, I would characterize it as a rodent, but like more specifically, um, I think Australia specifically kangaroo. Uh, yeah. What kind of animal is that? Something with an M dev. Yeah. I, am, I wrong guy. I have no idea. Marsupial. Marsupial. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. They're a carnivorous, uh, carnivorous marsupial. So, um, they're actually the largest carnivorous marsupial. So it's a rat and, uh, basically. Yeah. And that's, um, the other marsupials here, kangaroos, koalas, uh, possums with like an O, which is different than like the possums we see evidently, uh, wombats, wallabies, and, uh, bandicoots. Which I don't know. Bandicoot was an animal. Did you, Wheelman? Not a. That no, was made up. That, I thought that was a video game. That's thing. a real. That's a real one, evidently. Um, and then uh, last thing, last part here. This list does not include an animal known as the thylacine, and the thylacine uh, became extinct in 1936. And this is uh, also known. It's a. It's a mix between two animals. So it's also known as the tasmanian wolf or the tasmanian blank because it looks because it looks like a mix between these two what is the mix of it wolf and what other animal i'm gonna and i'll give you a hint it's found in the jungle i'm gonna i want to stick with like uh oh jungle is he gonna say are you gonna say monkey (laughs) no oh god that'd be (laughs) awesome i have no idea I can t- a tiger. I have no idea. Tiger, nice, <laughs> nice. Wheel, man. Oh, was yeah. it really nice? <laughs> yeah, Good yeah. Stuff. You got to Google this thing. Thylacine. It's like the. It's almost like the. You know, it's like the Dude, liger that thing, thing is awesome. From, uh, Napoleon Dynamite or what? What is? Oh, that you said it's uh, extinct. It's extinct. Nineteen thirty-six. So Shit. you know, some people's grandparents that were thing probably alive. Badass. Um, yeah, there was only one of them left. I think uh, one or two of them left. Maybe there's both females or something and it uh, was just in a zoo and then just one day it died and that was the end of it which is kind of sad that but, um, sucks yeah uh, tasmanian wolf tasmanian or tasmanian tiger. tiger yeah that's um as far as i know that's the last like marsupial that uh that, good news that, i'm reading a headline they recovered its rna though so jurassic park <laughs> that's a good that's a good call Dude, I I, I would there. not go check out Jurassic Park with dinosaurs, but marsupials, that's a different ball game. I think I'd go check that out. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah. Just put them behind a cage, please. Okay. Uh that's probably the first wild ass facts in a long time. Um I'm gonna hit you guys with a little bit of flicker talk here. You may be a flicker if. Um we are gonna talk <laughs> extension cords here for a little bit here let's talk about those cheap ass white extension cords they're like 10 foot long they have like a plastic butt end on them they don't have three prongs they have two uh there's like no grounding prong they you probably recover those from like your basement your dad put them in a bin 20 some years ago um and you might be a flicker if you're digging those things out this time of year putting them outside and plugging in all your <laughs> Christmas lights to them. <laughs> yeah. Just a complete yes. fire hazard. Those are clearly indoor cords, but um, I feel like half the population is doing it. They're rounding up all those, those half ass cords, plugging them in outside. No weatherproofing necessary. Just 
<laughs> let's set the neighborhood afire with these. I couldn't agree more. It saves you what four bucks at Walmart too. So yeah, from getting you like a hear. real thick yeah. extension, just plug those yeah. fuckers in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rain, sleet, snow—they're good for all that stuff. Five hundred amps running through them, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's it's worked for you know, like you said, they've been in the basement for thirty years. It's worked for thirty years. Why, why change anything? You know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure like everything you read this time of year too says like. Don't even plug your Christmas tree into those. Those are a liability and people put them outside. So I love it. <laughs> There's no, I mean, I, I, like I said, they, they still work, you know, I'm going to, I, I just did that. Like I literally just did that yesterday. Like use all of those <laughs> same exact thing. Like it's plug just them like, together, yeah. turn them into like 30 yeah. foot of string. Yeah. It's fine. Perfect. Hey, the house <laughs> looks good, right? You got to get the house all nice and seasoned up. Yeah. For the holiday. Plug them in, go over Maybe put a hand on them like the first day, see if they're real hot. As long as they're not like burning hot, I would, <laughs> I would leave them be. This, the snow will cool them off anyway. <laughs> True. Yeah, if they're outside. Uh, all right. Uh, Trav, we have a BOTW on the docket as well. It's been a while. Bitch of the week? Yeah. This makes no sense. I actually have two. Um, <laughs> the co co uh, BOTW. Um, I have. First off, Ryan Day. This is James Franklin with just even higher expectations. Uh, this man inherited a Lamborghini, and he's made it into a Nissan Leaf. We got uh, just another year of cousin Chris and his buddies just calling for this guy's head. I think I'm, I think I'm just gonna try and enjoy it. Uh, second, <laughs> yeah, it is really nice to sit back and watch that. <laughs> it is. Um, it's weird too because obviously we did that with Harbaugh for a few years, so now we've just completely flipped. It's not, but that fan base is more insane than the Michigan fan base, I think, because Michigan was kind of realistic about it, and they're like, "We're not going to get anyone better than this, so just let it ride." Because he probably lost what five years in a row, and this guy's yeah. at three, and I still kind of feel like he's out. Like, I don't no, know. Like, where, you still think you could get, if they don't make the playoff, like he gets fired. Not that he gets fired. I think he would just look for, like, he would just take an NFL job or something, right? He doesn't need this in his life. I thought the AM made a lot of sense um, yeah. for him, but that didn't end up working out. But, anyways, uh, yeah. And then, uh, other bitch of the week, also, coach, it's the Florida defensive coordinator. Did you guys lay eyes on the Florida, Florida State game? Yeah. They just kept showing this guy on the sideline visor, uh, very unhealthy looking, just losing his shit, celebrating, shutting down uh, Florida State's backup QB. Uh, just just a little note here. Uh, his defense is uh, 90th in total defense. And I was had a note here, but I wrote that down and I was like, by the time I come on this podcast, he's going to be fired. He did not get fired. The, the co-defensive coordinator got fired. Uh, actually it's, uh, Spence chaos, uh, or chaos, whatever his name is. Uh, uh what's his name? Sean Spencer, Sean Spencer, Sean man. Yeah, yeah, actually, they actually fired him and not the visor, which is kind of wild. But, um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I still, I still think he gets the award though. He just like, he's just, I don't know. Dude, how old is that guy? 30. Is he really? He's actually 30. Yeah. He looks like he's 30. Yeah. Okay. He looks the, yeah, he looks like early twenties, but yeah, he's, he's 30. Um, I don't know how much longer he's got left. I, I thought for sure Napier would make him like the scapegoat. That's an easy, that was an easy choice from afar. You know, I saw the sidelines. I was like, I would, I'd fire that guy. Um, he does not, he doesn't, he looks like he's just taking up a lot of space. <laughs> Dude, he looks soft <laughs> as hell. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wild Bill's gone. He's out of there. 
Wild Bill. Yeah, Wild Bill's yeah. got Wild Bill. Wild Bill's got one more year in him. Yeah, yeah. I think Griff and I were talking about this when he first got hired, and Griff gave. He's like, "I'll give it three years," and he's fired, and we're going to be on year three. So, I think he's going to Griff's going to hit that one right on the head. I thought that guy could have just waited out the LSU job, but when Brian Kelly took that, it obviously threw a big wrench into it. But I always thought that would have made sense for him just keep winning down there and just wait for the LSU job to open up. Is he like a Louisiana guy? He was at ULL. I don't know if he's a Louisiana guy. I feel like I remember you deep diving this guy before snake. Yeah. Uh, I I thought I had him figured out. I feel like he is like Cajun or something. I feel like he's definitely deep South or something. No, he said born in Tennessee, but where did he play? Where's Furman boys? Oh, South Carolina. Yeah. Okay, he's not as south as you would think. I feel like his accent is crazy, though. But probably putting on a show. Yeah, like Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into some trivia to close out introductory segments here. I can I can kick us off here, boys. Um, I'm going to declare 2023 as the year of the undefeated college football teams. Uh, I don't know if you guys have the same thought, but it occurred to me that we have four power five teams that are 12 and 0, and I feel like that never happens. My initial kind of gut reaction was I started thinking about that, and I was like, man, I don't even know if we always have one team go undefeated, let alone like two or three, but we somehow have four. Um, So I kind of looked into this. Do you guys remember how many teams were undefeated last year? So 2022. Heading into conference championships, how many teams were undefeated? Well, it was just Georgia, wasn't it? Well, TCU was too. Oh, TCU, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, was Ohio State and Michigan both undefeated? Well, they would have played uh, each other. Yeah, it was. Oh, Michigan. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michigan. Gotcha. So there was three. Oh, yeah. Three of them. Yeah. So gotcha. I was like, oh, maybe this happens more often than I thought. And then I went back to 2021. I, it's probably getting really hard to remember. I didn't really remember this. Do you guys remember who was undefeated in 2021? Was this the year that... Uh, was that Joe Trent- Burrow? No, no, no. That's no, no, that, that was 19. 19. Um, that was the year that... Uh, that Didn't Bama this- play Georgia in the regular season? Or am I the- thinking of... No, they didn't. They played in the, in the SEC, SEC championship, championship, and the yeah. undefeated team was Georgia, and Alabama beat yeah. them. Yes, that's right. So by the time they got to the playoff, nobody was undefeated. 2020, Man. that was a BS year. I think there was three, but like some teams were like five. That one out. doesn't count. That yeah, didn't even happen. 2019 was three teams. LSU was one of them. There was a team that I was positive would be Clemson. 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 Yeah. And and then Ohio State, right? And Ohio State. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2018 was also three. This is getting too far, so I can start telling you guys. Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame. Um, Alabama and Clemson both won the conference championships as well. So we had three heading into the playoff. Uh, 2017, there was one. It was Wisconsin. They lost to Ohio State in the conference championship. 2016, it was also one. It was Alabama. They won their game. 2015 was one. Clemson. 2014 was one Florida State, and this is this isn't good. 
2013 was two Florida State and Ohio State, and that was the year Ohio State lost to Michigan State. So it is um, pretty rare for like three teams to go undefeated. I went back and I tried to find four undefeated Power Five teams, and I just kept going and going, and I was back to where we were recording ties. Um, so I I gave up at that point. Yeah, yeah, no. I so agree. I think this is the first time this has ever happened that we have four teams that are like real teams undefeated at twelve and zero. That's crazy. Do you think that it's going to go continue that way? Be or I I think it's going to go the other way because of obviously the more just more competition, more talent going into one pool. Like obviously it's, the four. Yeah, West and Coast also teams like the Big Ten and everything. Shouldn't there be less and less incentive to schedule like someone reasonable out of your conference? I mean, if the conferences are getting harder, then there's definitely no reason to do that. And maybe more teams will lose more often. But like, don't you guys think it's insane that Texas scheduled that game with Alabama one and it might not help them? Like, why would you ever do that again? Yeah, yeah. If Texas if Texas gets doesn't get in, there's no like that's gonna kill that whole train of playing hard. Yeah, you would just never do it again. Yeah, because what would be the You'd point? You'd be so right? much they, better being like Florida State and just squeaking by Clemson and squeaking by whoever else, Boston College, and you're undefeated. Yeah, right. Well, I, I guess the counter argument to that would be now you basically get two free losses because it's going to be 12 With teams. The 12 like teams. essentially, yeah, yeah, you get a little extra cushion there. So, but I, I just like if if Texas doesn't if they win and don't get in. And especially like if Bama wins and they get it over them, like they that's are messed up. Yeah, that's yeah. There, <laughs> nobody will schedule. I'm just I'm praying that doesn't happen. Just for like I don't know, just sanity. Like I, if they played each other, you just can't put one team in over another one. That doesn't make any sense. No. Right. Uh, if and, they both if they both win a conference championship, uh, it's different. I feel like if one of them doesn't, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure we'll probably get to that here shortly as well so but that was my travia couldn't find an instance of four teams ever going undefeated like this um obviously that tells you they're all not going to make it through all right trav go ahead yeah so i uh unfortunately was like kind of traveling uh when the eagles bills game was going on i was texting back and forth with the eagles friends uh i was trying to battle like my uh screaming daughter getting on the plane and stuff though so it was pretty wild <laughs> i didn't get to see like uh a lot of the second half but i was trying to like uh get in and out good game um i get i try to get caught up and uh i got jake elliott he's kicking a 59 yard field goal in the pissing rain with like five <laughs> seconds left to send the game into overtime i'm thinking i don't know five percent chance that he makes it and he and he drills it he drills it and i'm just thinking like god it seems like the bills have caught a lot of tough breaks like that seems like literally like i said that seems like so unlikely that he would make that the next day i saw a stat from uh next gen statistics and what do you think they said the chances are of him making that kick were i think i know this so go ahead snake (laughs) okay um I'm going to say it's even lower. I'll say it's like half of what I would have thought, which is what you would have thought. I'll say two and a half. <laughs> what do you think, Will, man? I, I feel it's the same one on the TV graphic. I think it was like 
didn't they say like fourteen percent on the TV graphic? I believe I read nineteen point six percent or something like that. I was one like, in five. One <laughs> yeah. in five from fifty nine in the pissing rain. And keep in mind, the Bills kicker. The only reason that the only reason that like we were in the situation where he could tie it is the Bills kicker missed one from like I don't know thirty. Did, um, I think that one might have got blocked, but then he missed. He missed another one. I don't know. He he looked like he was. It looked like it was difficult to kick. That's all I'll say. And this guy just walks up and drills that thing. That that hurt a lot. He did. Um, so, he was so coming impressive. off the timeout. I will say. Like I feel uh, like 20, if that guy 20. gets twenty point nine. Uh, twenty point nine. Twenty point nine was the number. So yeah. more yeah. than one in five. Don't yeah. you think? Like if that guy was scrambling onto the field, running onto the field, there's no way he would make it. Like if they hadn't come off the timeout. Is this like a Hawaii reference? <laughs> no, it's actually not. I saw that clip. Okay, yeah. That hurt. Um, yeah, I had the over in that game wheel, man. That thing was going to overtime. I was going to cash it, and the Hawaii kicker comes out and drains a 51-yarder <laughs> to win that one. So <laughs> He didn't just come out. Yeah. He started jogging onto the field, and then it was clearly like a panic situation. He went from jogging to sprinting. Somehow got set and made the kick. That was I crazy. Agree. I agree with you, though. This is like the TCU thing from last year. It seems like when these kickers don't set up, it's almost like when you when you putt for the second time and it just doesn't matter, and you always make that one, it seems like these guys are like, oh, I'm not even set up. I'm just going to take a stab yeah, at it. Yeah, but pissing rain, it. pissing rain, I'm almost positive he would have missed it. Had the play okay, before yeah, that guy caught that fair. ball, he would have got tackled in bounds. It would have been like two yards closer. I think he would have missed the kick. Yeah, I like that. I, I think I'm with you, Jake. I think that like they're pros too. You got to remember, like this is what they do. I think that extra. I, I think the timeout, you know, certainly helped him in yeah. that scenario. Yeah, the so, fact that he got to like get set and everything. But yeah, I was. I thought it was five percent as well, man. That's a tough way to lose. Yeah, yeah, not as crazy as I thought though. So that that helps ease the sting a little. One in five. So <laughs> okay, uh, let's get into last week. Uh, betting results, uh, Dev, me and Trav keep track of our records on here. So for the record, I was 11 and seven and oh, and that's a good week for me. Uh, plus 3.3 units. I must've, I, I must've won the egg bowl on Thursday. So I got off to a good start. Uh, Trav, I have you at seven and nine, um, Again, these include parlays, but your season record, you're about 20 games back. <laughs> Probably safe to say those are parlays. Uh, you're still down about, you're close to minus 30 units. So uh, the futures are just kicking in, though. <laughs> the futures are kicking in. So and I think for I'm whatever reason, only, you are cleaning yeah, up on those. <laughs> the only person in North America that's going to lose 30 units uh, betting every week. But when those futures cash, I'm going to get 30 units back. So. <laughs> Jokes on you guys. I played for free this year. Um, and I can just, I'll just go through some of my notes here. Uh, I basically had a pretty great week gambling, but I got greedy with the Florida State, Florida over. I had that in both the parlay and the teaser. And then I had it like individually. I put double units on it. So basically lost three units just betting that game over. Pretty much never stood a chance. Um, and then other games. I kind of had a general thought like several occasions. This is a rivalry game. This will be close. And that strategy worked. Uh, I had Mississippi state to keep it close. Washington state to keep it close and Auburn to keep it close. They all came through. 
Um, also had a Michigan cover, had a minus three. That field goal at the end was nice to get to uh, move it past the push. And then the uh, Hawaii was my last note, Trav. Great field goal at the end. Yeah, for what it's worth, I think I had, I had an Ohio State money line in here, and then I think I had one, two, we got three parlays. So actually, I, had, I think I had a pretty good week. Oh, I, I had I you like, down for hitting a parlay. Uh, you went one for three on parlays, and you actually uh, broke even. Yeah. So that's kind of awesome. Okay, yeah, I did hit a parlay, but that was a boosted one on uh, FanDuel. So uh, that was, you know, I, I love that it was a three leg parlay too, and two of them were absolute sweats. Like it was three heavy favorites. It was Arizona, the, Oklahoma yeah, State, I, and Bama. And Oklahoma State yeah. and Bama both almost lost, but they won. <laughs> yep, that was that was wild. Yeah. Um. Geez, I feel like I didn't watch. I didn't get to lay eyes on a lot of these games. Um. I could not stay up for Hawaii, Florida, Florida State. That game was just yeah. That was rotten. my bad. That was my bad. Ohio State, Michigan was was awesome. Could have worked out where I was hoping they get the first down, so they didn't have to kick the field goal. Could have could have snuck. Uh, could have won that by half that's, a point. That, that would have been nice. That's what I was thinking. I would have pushed. Yeah. I was uh, on the other buff side. Somehow managed 17 points. I don't know what the hell happened there. Oh, yeah. Um, team total under. Yeah. Kansas minus six. That was the easiest bet of the year. Um, well, Kansas who State are they playing? Bad. Oh, Kansas State. Gotcha. Uh, sorry. Kansas, uh, Kansas State uh, lost to Iowa State. Oh, in, Kansas like, played snowstorm. Cincinnati. Gotcha. Yep. And Kansas uh, stomped Cincinnati. Uh, yep. Nice. 49 to 16. That was an easy one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing, nothing really else. Dev, any notable action last week? Profitable week, bad week. Uh, any major I plays? Was, that was the worst college football week I had of the year was last week. Oh, you're due. Started up. Yes, I'm due. <laughs> I, I had a, we've had a good season so far. I'm definitely in the green, but, uh, started off hot betting TCU. That game was over almost instantly against Oklahoma. Um, what saved me was on Sunday, I woke up, fired up a anytime touchdown parlay and I hit, that was my first oh, one. Yeah. So yeah. That was, that nice. was, that was that. awesome. Yeah. You also let me know what that's like. Yeah. Oh, it, I, it was, it was literally, I've never like, I put in a bunch over my career here and that was the first one that hit. And it, it hit in the second quarter of the NFL games on the, on the one o'clock slate. So, that's the craziest shit I ever heard. Awesome. Oh, did it was you, so awesome. Thanksgiving was a winner too for NFL. I, I was yes. wildly shocked by that Packers line. So I took it. Trav, did you get in with us? Did you take the pack on Thursday? I don't think I had any action on Thursday NFL just because of my away. travel. I didn't really get to see any of it. So yeah, I should have taken money line in hindsight, wheel man. <laughs> yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. Everyone, you know, it looks good after they play really good, and then you remember the nine games before where they look like they could barely complete a pass, and yeah. you know the money line didn't look too promising on Thanksgiving. But they're turning it around. Jordan Love looks good. I'm excited for Sunday night. Hopefully, they keep it within a touchdown. That's what I got it at. So, oh, nice. I also, I think we texted about this a little bit. You were kind of poking fun at the Lions. I'm with you. Something about that situation, I still feel like Dan Campbell is a fake coach, and I don't really believe that that's a good team. But they keep yeah, winning, was, but it's just like uh, help <laughs> me off when I when I go over the ten minute mark here. But I just don't i I don't get it. I don't understand why you know the lines were everyone's like darling favorite in the NFL. Yes, they're eight and three now. Their schedule beforehand 
has been terrible. They got their two two of their losses was against the Ravens where they got smoked, and then they got the score was closer than the game was on Thanksgiving. If you watch the game, you'd know that they got beat by a very average Packers team, if not bad Packers team. And people forget the line started one and six last year. Like they they got really hot at the right time, carrying it. Up. I just don't. I think it's a lot of fugues. I think that when they get into so the they basically and, beat the. I forgot this happened, but they beat the Chiefs like way back in week yeah, two or it, week one week one yeah it was the opener of the season and that's when the chiefs i think the chiefs had like seven or eight drop passes and oh, I remember they that. should have yeah. easily won that game so uh, i'm obviously not a i'm a very big lions hater admittedly but at some point let's Anti-Lions. get really like what well, yeah when you get into the playoffs it kind of all evens out now you see who's good who's not so dude i, I was we'll almost see. i was almost to the point where i saw like dan campbell was a texas a&m guy and i was like Maybe he would do that actually because I just don't. <laughs> They're winning, yeah. but I still can't take that guy seriously. <laughs> I I agree. I think that Texas A and M would probably offer him more money than what he was getting with the Lions. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, yeah, you know, I don't, they don't tell you what the pros make coaching. You know, not actively anyway. So that figure would be up there for him. No, yeah, sure. that's probably the highest. Well, they. Took Mike Elko, right? So they could probably kind of lowball that yeah. guy. But had yeah. it been an NFL coach, they would have paid out the ass. I do feel like they lowballed that guy. I didn't see I didn't see his numbers, but I guarantee they lowballed. I, I don't know if his numbers exist. We should probably look that up. But yeah, I feel like he's lowballed. You wouldn't it have was, to pay it was for on, him. It was on Twitter somewhere. Let me find it. Hold on. They like tweet. It was like a Microsoft Word typed up thing. Hold on, I'll find it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> yeah, it it's was just Excel. the most insane thing. You know, it's like. The probably uh, you know one of the highest paid people in that state, and it's on a Word document. Let's see. It. Hold on. It's an Excel sheet. Oh, he's got um. I see something about his assistant's salary pool, eleven million dollars. Yeah, here it is. Uh, head coach Mike Elko, key contract terms: six year deal, annual base salary seven million, and then he's got a bunch of incentive like make the playoffs that is pretty damn advanced to the quarterfinals and sec conference like he gets a million if he just make the playoffs like it's basically i mean you gotta have a lot of faith because seven's a lot right he's probably like a top five guy then yeah definitely i don't know about any more oh no he's not uh he's he's gonna be like a top 20 guy yeah because i was gonna say i think franklin's not even in the top 10 anymore kirk ferentz at seven million a year that's crazy that guy needs to ask for a raise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Big Ten title game. Jimmy Franklin, eight and a half. Okay, so these guys are making outrageous money. Definitely more than NFL coaches, to what you said earlier, Dev. Um, all right. So I was going to go through some just last week uh, game notes, if you had any, outside of what we talked about gambling there. Any Michigan-Ohio State thoughts? I thought that game was an A-plus. A plus plus. That was awesome. Yeah. That's just like we wait the whole season for that game and it delivered, you know, so it delivered. I, the viewing product itself kind of sucked. Didn't you guys feel like there was a weird amount of commercials? We were just constantly getting blasted like before a punt and after a punt. It felt like and same with kickoffs. It, it was like rough. Watching a lot of commercials. Yeah. Dragging that game out for sure. Yeah. Also can't believe they got to 50 whatever points. Because those first like four drives, I was like, "Holy shit, nobody! I don't think anybody's going to score." Those defenses are 
good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. And then basically, I thought the difference there was McCarthy was just like a little better than McCord. And McCord basically had the Sean Clifford play, boys. He threw like the inexplicable pick six. It's just staring down the receiver, firing to a guy that's not open. Or not pick six, yeah. but pick to the whatever, five-yard line. Feel really bad for him. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. He played. Uh, I thought. I yeah. I thought he played reasonable though. Like, I mean, I don't know. Uh, there was definitely a point in the game where I was like, "Man, Michigan's gonna win by like five touchdowns." And then there was a point where I was like, "I think Ohio State is actually going to win." <laughs> it was. I don't know. That's that's all you can ask for in a game. I think it's just to like have that um, flip of emotion. Or just like, yeah, I mean, for it to come down, I guess, to Ohio State getting the ball and a chance to drive down the field and win, that was Got that to was like the awesome. 35, too, with whatever, a minute left maybe or something. I had a real chance. Um, also thought Oregon and Texas, very impressive. And then um, Washington, again, not impressive. Alabama, I'm not sure how much to like chalk up to – like them playing bad worse. That's just like Auburn Super Bowl, right? That was a that was the jump off the couch moment. I think personally, thirty yard. Yeah, we could just talk about the um, end of that game. And, goal. and the stuff that led up to that was weird. Muffed punt, right? To even get the oh, ball right. down there, and then kind of took them a while to drive it down inside the ten, and then they just started like dicking around. They snapped <laughs> the ball. <laughs> back behind the quarterback and then that illegal forward pass was the craziest illegal forward pass i've ever seen have you guys ever seen someone get flagged for throwing a pass across the line of scrimmage when he was standing behind the line of scrimmage he ran and then he backed up yeah by the time he threw it he was back behind the line of scrimmage and i was like you probably can't do that but i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no you don't know yeah um yeah, I know you definitely cannot do that. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like uh, the play that they scored on was supposedly a a play that Bama has had like drawn up, and I'm just like, that's wow, not that's a drawn up play. Hundred percent, it is. That has a name, like where they just try and get him isolated by himself over there, supposedly. Oh, they that's said they that said. it was called like yeah, I don't. It was like something death themed or murder, yeah, yeah. great graveyard yeah. or something. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, grave digger. Grave digger. Grave digger. Grave digger. That's what Milrow said, right? I think that's what it was. So, do you think that guy started on the left or the right to end up in the back left corner by himself? How do you draw? No- he was in the slot. How- I think he was on the slot, and then they had him work. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, Nobody's I manned up. I don't know how you are isolating someone in that situation. Well, they I- did it, right? <laughs> they got him one on one. They must know what they're doing. He also did kind of push off. I've seen a couple of angles where he just like puts the left hand out. He definitely shoved that guy. But the fact that that guy's face guarding like 10 seconds after the ball snapped is wild. Like, how's he not just standing there staring back at the quarterback by that point? That makes no I, sense. I don't, I just don't understand. Number one, how they rushed to drop. Nine, that was nine. also and, weird. <laughs> yeah. And in the process of dropping nine, like that's what I said it like right after the game. I'm like, it, when if you get one on one in that scenario with nine DBs, like that is a that's like a dream. I cannot believe that he was in, like you said, isolated in that back corner of the end zone, just one on one, like that. At least giving Alabama a fighting chance, which obviously they they converted. So what 
what would be the point of the two guys that were just kind of hanging out near the line of scrimmage? Because they were they were like D linemen, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. I've I've watched plenty of games where I see like uh you're saying wait, you're saying they had two guys just standing there not they rushing. They didn't rush. They just they basically backed up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they were like acting as spies the, and they were like three hundred pound guys. That. And it was like I don't know the, Do you think he's gonna run? No, maybe they did. Uh, I, I watched Cleo Tate take off one time from like yeah, 25 but it didn't or 30. Work. He had like 12 guys converge on him by the time you get there. There's not enough dick room. It almost worked, I guess. Yeah. It almost worked. He almost scored. That was the same situation, basically. Yeah. Um. Also, we have to mention this. This is the beauty of college football. He can go. He can do this. <laughs> this is why we all love college football so much is the fact that Auburn – can host New Mexico, New Mexico State, right, and get their yeah, shit wrecked by, by like three TDs, and then follow it up and play Bama, and basically have them on the ropes. Bama supposedly less than point one percent chance to win that game. Less than point, I yeah, yeah, I would believe it. And one, they won one uh, in five to make that field goal in the pissing rain, but point one percent chance to complete that pass. I guess I don't. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who's crunching the numbers on that sports science next guy? Gen, next gen stats, and it's just some guy in a closet, just like pressing numbers. It's probably Jaws, <laughs> Ron Jaworski. <laughs> that's who it was, right? <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's crazy though. Um, uh, I actually don't know. Did what was the final score of the game? Did the pick six count at the end or not? Uh, it looked like he stepped out of bounds. Yeah, I think, and I they think did not count it. it. Yeah, I don't think they counted it because there was people upset about a cover. Yeah, that's what I Let's remember thinking too. Or a point, a point total so or something. So basically, did they win by... Oh, I know what it was. People were upset that they had an Alabama team total um, and it didn't no. cash because of that, right? It, it was 33-24, they, so they must have counted so it. Like, oh, they did count it. Yeah, that's oh, what, at least dang. that's what it says on, on the app. I thought here, he stepped so. out of bounds Dude, and I watched a replay. That's crazy because I'm looking at something on Google that says 27-24. Yeah, so and I feel like I that know. happened to me after the game when I looked at to see what the score was. I saw what you just saw, and I saw they won by like ten. Dang, the fact that yeah. we still still don't know is pretty wild. There's some upset people out there somewhere for sure. I mean, ESPN's not going to get it wrong, right? ESPN says twenty-seven, twenty-four. I'm I'm just gonna go to I'm just gonna go to Alabama's website and see what it says. Well, Alabama's home website will say they won by nine. <laughs> That's good. That no, it says twenty-seven, twenty-four. Okay, so they didn't count it. So yeah, yeah, that's. But I feel like they retroact like game. after the TV product ended. I feel like they took it back. It was crazy. Yeah, that uh, must. Yeah, must have been. A couple other bullets I had down. Um, Iowa getting to ten wins against all odds. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> Double digits. Yeah. Oh my god, um, dude! One one close loss to what? Who'd they lose to? Illinois? No. Minnesota, one close loss to Minnesota, and then Minnesota obviously the loss at Penn State. They were like a close loss away from eleven and one. <laughs> if they win this week, they'd be in the playoff. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Even with the thirty point loss to Penn State, you're saying? <laughs> I think that I don't know. I guess I don't. It, it would have been. It would made it even trickier. Um, <coughs> Oklahoma, Oklahoma State battling back on BYU was nuts. Like kind of dicking around again. Almost squandered their their uh conference title spot and then lastly i had liberty at 12 and 0 did you guys see that 
Liberty ended up running the table. It's the worst schedule of all time. It <laughs> it's is. incredible. It is. It's it's nuts. Yeah. I'm, I was going to say, I got a lot of info on those two games. I'll hold back. Wait, <laughs> wait for when we talk about the preview. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's bad. Okay. Um. All right. And then the only other thing before we get to picks is, do we want to try and discuss, like, you there's, we're not going to be able to guess, like, playoff scenarios, but I did write down a few things here um, as far as, like, odds of things happening. I don't think I want to. I think it's <laughs> I think it's too much, and I just like I saw there's like 160 some scenarios, or, or it's too uh, many scenarios. But no, it's got to be more than that, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we I can ca- talk. I we can talk about it game by game. I kind of no, actually sorry, sorry. Go ahead, run. Through I just kind of want to tell you a, these couple different parlays I was looking at. So <laughs> I kind of looked at this from okay. So the rankings right now say Georgia, Michigan. What do they say? It says Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. So if all four teams win, probably doesn't matter how they win. Somebody goes undefeated. Do you guys both agree? You can't really leave them out, even if it's Florida State and you don't believe in them? I agree. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they'll leave them out. I typed that into FanDuel. Um, The odds of that happening, all four undefeated teams win, that would be an eight-to-one parlay. Um, if all five favorites win, so Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, Florida State, Texas, in that instance, I guess probably Oregon would just flip with Washington. And all five favorites parlayed is only a plus 275 chance. So it's not very long at all. And then I just looked at the three teams that are outside looking in. Ohio State. So if Ohio State got their dream scenario which is basically all of the undefeated teams win, except Iowa would have to beat Michigan, which obviously is a long shot. Oh, and Oklahoma State would have to beat Texas. Um, Ohio State would then stand a chance. That's an 800 to 1 parlay of those things happening. Texas's dream scenario would be all the undefeated teams win, except Louisville beats Florida State, because then they would just jump um, into the Florida State spot. That's a 12 to 1 parlay. Uh, and then this is the best one. Alabama's dream scenario would basically be Iowa winning, Washington winning, Louisville winning, Oklahoma State winning, and then they would have to beat Georgia. And then I was like, holy shit, that's a five team money line underdog parlay. Yep. They'd probably be and the one probably seat. get in. Oh, I think they'd be the one seed. <laughs> Does Would it, they? Yeah. Do you prob- guys probably? So if it's all upsets in the five major conference championships, what do you think that parlay is? <laughs> uh, not enough. Two hundred to one. Probably too low. Two thousand to one. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's. So I, Alabama the, is officially all of us. They're rooting for a two thousand to one long shot parlay. <laughs> basically doing I don't think do. I don't think that's insane uh that they get in though. I think if they just beat Georgia, I mean aren't they right there? You they, think they need the, all those teams the, to lose? The Texas they need Texas to lose. They they yeah, need Texas yeah, to lose. They need Texas I, to lose. I just if I just don't think that the committee can put yeah, if we, Texas wins. I don't think they can and they have they to leave, put them both out. Do they leave the dogs out? Yes. No. No. I They're think, not leaving Georgia out. No yes, way. They've I think won like 30-some games in a row. No, it's I the, it's the, the same thing as Texas. 
They just beat them. They can't put them in. I mean, I I don't know. It, I just Those are don't two head to head teams. So if and if, and if one's Al- and one's got a, a conference point. championship, and it's yeah. not Georgia. So if yeah. Alabama yeah. wins, there's a way better chance that there's zero SEC teams than there is two SEC teams. I think two SEC teams is pretty much out, or it's going to be really hard to get there. So everyone's worried just, about uh, that. I think they could get skunked. You. I really think they could get skunked if Alabama won. I'm with you. If you, you start you, like lining these guys up and being like, all right, this team beat this team. And uh, yeah, Texas beat. If you start doing the Texas beat Alabama who beat Georgia thing, common sense tells you, you got to leave the the two sec guys out. If Florida state wins, um, they're a undefeated. They're an undefeated conference champion. It could definitely, it could definitely happen. It's yeah. kind of wild, well, but you, you guys got to understand like the ratings, TV ratings. They no, not, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. There's, they're not leaving an SEC team. Yeah. It's an ESPN that. product and all that, that but that's the yeah. catch. That's the catch. Yeah. I don't and, think uh, it is a catch. I don't think they whether, can... uh, yeah, yeah. No, to wheelman's point, uh, they won't do it, but they probably should. Um, I, yes. Okay. Yeah. We can agree. Okay. I, I, even though, even sure. though, let's face it, Georgia and Bama are favored against anybody else if they're playing each other in a playoff game. That's the that's the other catch. So it's probably I'll, not fair. Hypothetical question line: uh, Michigan, Alabama. What do you think is the fa- who do you think is the favorite? What do you think the spread is? Michigan, Alabama. I think Michigan's yeah. favored. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't think it's by much, uh, but I, I do think cool. that they'd be a slight favorite. Yeah. Didn't uh, Chris Falca put out some hypotheticals for us? I have Did to see he? Oh God, I. I forgot that guy still worked. I, that, worked guy, that guy must be bored out of his goddamn mind. He's <laughs> yeah. just throwing out hypothetical lines. I mean, not that I hate it, but oh my God. Uh, he, he doesn't get to put the magnets up anymore on game day. Yeah, you wanted Michigan Bama Wheelman. He didn't give that one out. No, he didn't? Well, uh, it's, that's too bad. We can, okay. I, mean, I got to tell you one of these, though. There's like 10 of them here. Georgia and Oregon. What do you think that is? <laughs> Georgia by two touchdowns? Nine Both and a points. half. It's minus one. <laughs> okay. I will take Georgia. By a mile. <laughs> yeah, I won't risk That's the one. I'll I like Oregon. Yeah. Oregon's, Oregon's favored by two against Michigan. That's why. I, dude, I don't know. Why, I've, why I've, do they love Oregon so much? I, Oregon looks we'll really get, good. We'll, we'll get they're to good. it, but I don't yeah, think very, it's, I don't think it's crazy. Um, yeah. All right. I think we're pretty much uh, ready to get to The only uh, other thing I was going to say, and Dev already said this earlier, is the people that are like crying, first of all, about the fourteen playoff and then expanding to a twelve team playoff, like what on earth are you mad about? I don't get it. I I cannot wait to watch. I, I think they should go sixty four. Like I want as much <laughs> playoff football. Like it is just I don't care. Like it's the only people, league in the world without a playoff, right? Yeah, you want right. Vandy? Uh, you yes. want like a Vandy uh, Michigan Toledo. first round? Yeah. I want to see Toledo in there. I want to see oh, the, that would be, I want as much chaos. I mean it, and people complain like, Oh, it'd be a lot of blowouts. Well, there's, it's already blowouts. Know, yeah. Yeah. Why are we pretending that like, average. I won't even throw Penn state's name in there. We could just throw like Missouri or Ole Miss. Like why are we pretending like they couldn't beat one of the top four teams? Like obviously, obviously if they played a handful of times, they'd probably win one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's it, the sport is literally just chaos all it the time. It just hasn't happened though. It just really hasn't happened. These like even one through four, there's so much like disparity that it's like what makes you think that 
the 40th ranked team is going to beat number one. If the, if the, if the fourth can't beat the top seed, because yeah. every, ever like most years it does happen. Do you or think at least somebody a... gets close? Like last year yeah. who almost beat Georgia. Was that Missouri when they were shitty? Yeah. 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 Yes. Do you think They're, there's like a let down your Missouri. guard component, like hard to get up for sort of thing. So you got like, yeah, you know, that definitely you're losing to UMBC sort of thing. That definitely helps and the big boys. Yeah. When it comes you time to play playoff. You'd have to play some of those games at noon too. Like I know that's an old thing, but like getting those kids have to get up at like six, five thirty six in the morning. Like you never know. I don't know. It's obviously obviously a long shot. Like not likely to happen. But what's the, the same, the, they said? What's the it's worst? The same thing for college basketball too. Like it's just like yeah. chaos. It's just chaos all the time. So and what's the worst thing that could happen? The favorites right. win. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. And then they put the backups in, and it's like all right, yeah. next game. We got, you know, 30 some more or whatever. Do you think if uh, Georgia were to draw like, I don't know, I'm trying to get ridiculous, Ball State or something like that. And do you think Kirby would be able to talk the boys into thinking that they were underdogs for that game? <laughs> he's, he's got some sort of magic, uh, magic way of like making those guys think that they're underdogs constantly, yeah. even though they've won 30 in a row. He, yeah, he would sure. clip like some some like low level Mac radio show. He'd start his own. This is a Georgia and stuff. Yeah. That would be so funny. Fire up his own blog and post something to (laughs) it under a pseudonym. (laughs) Just contract out the Sports Illustrated AI bot to write like a hate (laughs) hate article on Georgia. Yeah, for sure. That would be so funny. (laughs) Yeah. All right. um, Let's let's get into the games. Conference championships. We're going to pick all 10. Uh, We get the pleasure of two games on Friday. I didn't realize that. Um, so it actually kicks off with Conference USA. Uh, so we have New Mexico State uh, playing the undefeated Liberty squad. Current lines look like Liberty's favored by about 11. Total is 56 and a half. Probably should have told you this earlier, Dev, but um, we always go just try and give out a pick, anything, even if you lean, and you totals are on the table as well. Those are fair game. Um, and first pick does go to you. Perfect. Oh, oh well, and I should have added, okay. we probably need to s- specify this every time. So this is Lynchburg, Virginia. Does anyone know? Is that a home game for Liberty? Some of these it are is. home uh, games. It is. I know Liberty is in Virginia, so I yeah. don't know where. Yeah, it's, but... in Lin- it's in Lynchburg, Virginia. Okay, yep. so it's, uh, Liberty's actually at rematch. home. Actually rematch, yes. too. Yes. Yep. So I do have, uh, just to clarify, I bet every one of these games, at least some way, so um i'm ready to go and i got a little bit of something yep so we're ready to go (laughs) i'll start us i took new mexico state plus 10 and a half i took it a couple days ago um i don't know what the line is right now but 11 and a half i just saw wheel man wish i would have waited a day wow yeah i should i'm probably gonna get back in because i love this bet um and that means it's gonna lose but uh uh, i just think i had a couple notes i (laughs) i think we talked about it earlier the liberty schedule has been so bad um obviously they rematched earlier in the season i think it was week three and i dug into that a little bit and they lost the turnover battle uh new mexico state did three to one and they were i think all the turnovers were in liberty territory um so that's obviously an absolute killer i think that new mexico state keeps it relatively close diego pavia i believe the quarterback's name is the like state champion wrestler that kid is an absolute whoa that's a new Um, wrinkle oh (laughs) oh whoa yeah why is that not surprising? <laughs> yeah, I I read that or I saw that somewhere. Let me look it up. But we've been uh, talking about this guy on the 
bowl picks pod for like a couple of years now. Yeah. That um, slipped right by us. That kind of, he looks like he's built like a wrestler. I think yeah. you might be thinking of uh stink Schlereth. He's a high school. <laughs> That's awesome. Got but, pictures uh, of him in the singlet. Yeah. This guy's a yeah, gamer. So, I don't know. It, I cause state champion could be a little bit off, but I know he was like, a, I, he was like a pretty good high school wrestler. Yeah. Anyway, the point. yeah, the kid is a gamer. I think New Mexico state keeps it within 10 and a half, hopefully 11 and a half when I read that it. And one final note is coach Jerry kill on uh, New Mexico state. Yes. I just love that. I love that guy so much. Like I think he is just the ultimate college football coach. And if there was no college football, I don't know what that guy would be doing. So <laughs> yep. I, root, I root for the Aggies. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm all in. Some serious skeletons in that closet, but um, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't agree more with everything you said. Uh, since they lost that, that game uh, at Liberty on September 9th, 2023 they have not lost against the spread since 9-0-1 i'm not going to overthink it i'm just going to play it they don't have to win this game they just have to keep it within uh 10 points i'm cool with that uh 11 if you're if you're betting it today so yeah yeah Yeah, hot start usually not good but all three of us love that bet i i am on it as well i did find an 11 and a half i took it either last night or today um yeah, I brought this up earlier, but when I say I watched like zero seconds of both of these teams, I think I actually have watched zero seconds of them. Have not watched New Mexico State or Liberty, but I did see, I mean, New Mexico State, they played the extra game. That's a 10-win team still. Uh, I saw 11-2 and two against the spread. Maybe it was 11-1-1, one and one. Um, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. They, 10, cover, they covered whatever. a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, Dev was basically reading off my notepad here. Like the coach, love the quarterback. I feel like we talk about him every year. Um, and this is the same team that just knocked off Auburn a couple weeks ago. So I, I, maybe Liberty overlooks yeah. these guys. 11 and a half is a lot of points. I like New Mexico State. Yes. Perfect. All right. Um, Trav, you're up on this one. We're going Oregon and Washington. These guys are playing in Vegas. Uh, current line, Oregon favored by 10. Total is 68 and a half. Yeah. Once again, I wish I waited another day on this. Um, I, I'm taking all the points. Uh, oh, no. I think the, this line continuing to move is uh, pretty offensive. Um, I'm, but yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Washington getting 10 points. I, I've picked against these pricks all year. Uh, this is way too much for me. Uh, I'm putting it in reverse. Terry, I'm 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 done betting against Washington. I'm I'm taking them here. I'll I'll take all those points. I I think <laughs> I'm rooting for Oregon because I need Bo Nix to win a Heisman. But if Washington wins this game, will you guys be genuinely surprised? Because I won't be at all. No, I no. I don't like where this is going. Are we just gonna have the same mindset and same picks every time? So I'm also same boat. I was gonna flip it. My brain says Oregon will win. They could probably win by more than ten. My heart says Oregon will win. I can't bet against Washington one last time here. And you're getting 10 points. And uh, that's just so many points. So, yeah, I hate doing this. I don't even believe in it. But I took Washington. I took a nine and a half. If they, I'm basically what Wheelman just said. If you're telling me there's a 10 now, I'm going to reload. I'm going to go back in. Um, Yeah. It, don't use your brain if it's Washington at this point. It's Washington and Michael Penix might be the greatest team in 
college football history. I don't know. They might just never lose. That could be your national champion at this point. I'm done betting against those guys. I'm just going to take them with all those points. Um. Well, I was on Washington earlier in the week. I checked. I didn't bet anything. Checked today. I saw that Oregon was minus nine and a half, and I took Oregon. I just, I don't know. I, you know, the Washington story is awesome. Um, they have obviously won a lot of close games, which is very scary. Um, and I think that Oregon is going in with the added fuel of having already lost to Washington. So I just think that Bo Nix is going to put on his Heisman campaign yes. this weekend. And I would not be surprised if Washington won and I'm wrong. I'm wrong all the time, obviously, but I just, in my gut is telling me to go for Oregon and the points. And I got it under nine or I got it under 10 at nine and a half. So good number. Um, yeah. So I, I like it. I don't love it by any means. I'm scared to death. I was, I have it on my notes here. I was looking at the Oregon team total over, I think it was like 34 and a half. Um, sounds kind of nice. It might be a, might be a nice way to kind of go about it or just bet the over in the game because this feels like chaos could explode um, is yeah. about to ensue. So um, I love panics and I love Bo Nix and I love the pac 12. I'm going to miss it. I just, I'm, I'm very excited it. for this game. I, you know, obviously you want to win all your bets, but if Washington, you know, wins or keeps it close and we have a good, you know, Friday night game, I'm not going to be upset by any means. I'm I'm gonna spoil this for you because I've done this. Uh, I did exactly what you did 10, 10 times, twelve times this year, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's gonna happen is um, <laughs> Washington's gonna get the ball. They're gonna drive down the field. They're gonna score in four <laughs> plays. They're gonna be up seven zero. Now that line is now you got seventeen points. You're down and you got to dig yourself yeah. out of the hole. <laughs> yeah. I've done it, buddy. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. And it might I'm be fourteen. It might be fourteen. I'll tell you that too. It might be fourteen zero. Now you got 24 points you got to make up. So I'll, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably wrong. I'm usually wrong, but that's what, that's what this feels this like. This is my, this, this feels like a game. I bet I would take Oregon to cover the points and they will. Well, that's what I wanted to take. And I just can't do it to myself again. I, I feel like I'm stepping on a landmine by betting Washington. He should be safe because I'm officially flipping my pick betting on Washington for probably the first time in two years. So this that should lose. I think Oregon's the safe play here. I like it more than what I'm betting, basically. Okay. Uh, Big 12. Uh, this one, I'll start this one. Oklahoma State and Texas are playing in Arlington. So that's the Cowboys Stadium. Uh, at this point, Texas favored by 15.5. Total is 54.5. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't even think twice about this. I just saw that number. Mullet. Give me the mullet. Give me the 15 <laughs> points. Give me the one American news network. Give me it all. That's a lot of points. I see zero reason Oklahoma state can't keep this thing close. It'll be inexplicable, but it'll be close. Uh, my gut told me that the big 12 title game is like always close in the last handful of years. So I looked it up. Uh, 31-28 last year, 21-16 the year before that, 27-21, 30-23. This thing's pretty much always within a score. We had that awesome game, what was it, two years ago, where the guy went for the pylon? That was an Oklahoma State guy, right? Yes, Against Baylor. that was awesome. Baylor, oh my God, what a championship game. Yeah, I feel like this game's tight. Um, So, obviously, Oklahoma State's a little bit of a wild card. Some Jekyll and Hyde stuff going on. 
losing to South Alabama by 500 points, uh, dicking around with UCF. But let's just hope we get the good version of them. I'm taking Oklahoma State uh, plus 15 and a half. Uh, back to you, Wheelman. Uh, I couldn't agree more. I have one thing written down on my notes, and it's Gundy. Um, <laughs> Gundy is by far, and I think anyone who knows me knows this, he's my favorite coach in America. <laughs> I love that guy. Um, in all seriousness, I love Oklahoma State so much, I might take Texas. I haven't bet it yet. I will say I did bet the over, um, which is my favorite play of the day. I think this is going to be chaotic. Obviously, Texas can run it up on anybody. They're, they're a very, very good team. Um, and I think Oklahoma State, Gundy's going to have those boys ready to roll, and they're going to score some points as well. Um, I like that play I from am, style points as well, because if it does yeah, get out of hand, Texas has got to keep scoring. Exactly. Yeah, Texas is playing for, obviously, a lot. And, you know, they they ran it up. Didn't they? Was it Texas Tech last week, 57-7? to 57-7, seven? Seven, uh, yeah. That, you know, the only thought, like, that, I think that kind of just plays into more of my Oklahoma State take. Like, those guys, like, style points – Left it all a lot of, you know, a lot of points on the field last week. I think, I don't know. I just, I love Oklahoma State. I'm going to take them and I'm going to, if they get blown out, wouldn't be surprised, but hopefully that over hits. Over is, is my favorite play of this game for sure. Wheelman, you said you liked, uh, you wrote one thing down. Um, I beat you. I wrote zero things down. This line's incorrect. Uh, don't even need no elaboration. Needed. This line it's, is based on it's, last it's week's incorrect. results. Should be, should be it's, half of that. It's yeah. heavily um, influenced by Oklahoma State barely surviving I'm BYU and Texas blowing somebody, out Texas Tech. Yeah, I'm just picturing somebody telling Mike Gundy the line and him just smiling, and it's just <laughs> it's just like I feel like I feel like something's not right. I'm here. trying to stop myself from sprinkling money line. It's five to one. <laughs> Oh man, I want to do it's it. Juicy. I want to do it so bad. It's also he's, it'd he's, be very Texas to lose this game too. Yes, yes, yes. yes. very <laughs> Sark, very Texas. Great, take. and Gundy's a big game coach. Let's not forget. Yes, that. he's yes. going to show up. Another great yes. take. Oh, okay, I'm I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm all set. <laughs> uh, my favorite coach in America. Go Pokes, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm for sure doing one at least one Power Five parlay of just money lines and picking the five winners. I got to give it a crack because you're going to get juicy odds. Basically, if you take one or two yeah. dogs in this thing, you're due for one too. I am due. All right. Uh, back to wheel man here. A little max in action. Uh, Perfect. Oh, I should have said that was at noon. This one's at noon as well. We have Miami, Ohio and Toledo. This is neutral, right? Yep. Ford field. Yep. Toledo's favored by eight. Total is 44 and a half. Oh, pretty low total um yes Wheelman, you like anything here i love two plays here um i <laughs> love miami of ohio catching seven and a half keeping it under a touchdown toledo's nine and one or ten and one obviously you know they got a really good ball club over there but it is the mac it gets dirty uh miami of ohio might be the most underrated mac team in the conference they have i think the second best defense behind toledo um, which leads me to the next play which would be the under 44 and a half oh, wow. um love love the under it is the Mac. There is not, I mean, it is as sloppy of a conference as it's ever been. A lot of good defenses. Um, another point I want to make to the under is um, that Miami, I believe it was, has the 130th slow or fastest pace in the country, which is almost dead last. So they're going to sit on the ball all game. Um, Toledo's obviously got a really good defense. And then, like I said, Miami of Ohio's got a good defense as well. So I, I don't know. I'm all over this I'm, game. I love it. I, 
never felt better in my life adding a play to my card and that is the under after hearing that. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say I'll, I I might add that as well. I was going to say I have no play. I was going to say I have no play here. He thinks he has a read on this Mac total. It makes me think he's <laughs> yes. correct. So. I I've watched every Mac game this year. Like I I love that conference so much. I love it. Uh, I'm so upset that they they're not playing anymore. I wish they'd play all year on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. They they should just start doing that. Um, that's just the best Travi this is to you this is big implications oh, here yeah I was gonna say uh, no play for me but I think I might have to play that under that's that's juicy <laughs> stuff um, yeah so Miami's uh, two and a half to one to win this uh, game and uh, I uh, got them four months ago at nine to one to win this game so I'm just gonna watch it root for Miami to win it outright no unit uh, on uh, no like two or three unit play on Toledo no, I think uh, I just I don't like it. Uh, minus two ninety. I'm not just not getting great odds on that. I'd have to spend like basically a third of my winnings to get my original bet back. That doesn't seem like it's it worth ride. it. What I'll, what I'll probably do is let it ride. If I can get maybe uh, some plus odds or even odds on Toledo at some point, it's kind of a coin flip. I might just like uh, you know just put a unit on it just to get my money back, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, otherwise I might just let it ride. I think if someone like force fed me truth serum here, I think Toledo wins this game by, by more than seven and a half points. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, I'm with Will I, Man. I, I was going to say, I will add, they played earlier and it was 21, 17 Toledo. Yes. So saw that. Love close. that. Yeah. 38 <clears throat> points. And they kept it within seven and a half. I, in, I, uh, in Toledo too. I don't know if that matters in the moment. Uh, but... I'm trying to let me, I don't remember. I should have wrote that down. I, I feel like um, the max, I should have, Wrote this down as well. Oh, versus Toledo. So that was in Toledo. It was 2117. Or sorry, it, it was, was in Miami, Ohio. It was in Miami. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I think it was the, it was October 21st. That probably was the first, or the opener of the Mac looks like. So yeah, weekday Max. Um, two reasons I'm on Miami of Ohio here. Travis holding the nine to one ticket. That's one. Yeah, baby. And yeah, two, okay. I, knew it. I just love a good Max and dog and, I wish I would have brought some stats to the table. I feel like you can throw out the spread in Maxion this year, and if you were just betting dogs, like money lines, I guarantee you'd be up. I feel like a lot of these <laughs> games are coin flips. Felt like it. Felt like it. Obviously, for sure. Toledo went undefeated in the conference, but a lot of these other teams, that just tells me Toledo's due to lose, basically. Um, I think Miami kept it within four. I think they keep it close again. Uh, I got them catching eight points here. I like it. I also... Side note, was looking at the Miami, Ohio QB. Avion Smith, he looked real familiar to me. I know he's a spreadsheet guy. I don't know if that was a transfer or not. Or maybe he was just... Was the Gabbert guy hurt in the bowl game last year? Uh, I, The Gabbert guy played this year and got hurt in the middle of the year. I don't know if Did he played in the bowl game last year. I feel like he was hurt last year as well. So whatever the reason, I recognize this guy's face. He has some, some big-time experience. Uh, I trust him. Miami, Ohio, plus eight. Let's ride. Let's ride, wheel man. Okay. Um, where are we at here? Uh, back to you, Trav. Mountain West action. Good. I think I'd, I'd probably deserve this, right? Mountain West action. Yeah. Uh, Boise State at, at UNLV. Literally gonna... at. I think this is UNLV's home, home field, right? Yeah. Allegiant. Uh, we have... Boise State fair by two and a half, total 58 and a half. Actually, I'm going to break your hearts here. Um, I This is the only one I really could not come up with a play. I, I think there's a reason that Boise State is favored, 
and everything tells me to take him. I did place a bet though, and it's on UNLV to cover two and a half points or to uh, catching two and a half points because I like the fact that they're playing in Las Vegas. I like the fact that UNLV has been irrelevant for 30 years, and this game is like literally their Super Bowl. Um, Boise State is obviously has this like uh, interim head coach thing, which is like good to some degree, but at some point it's like, I don't know. It's kind of a weird, that's kind of a weird vibe. Um, I, yeah, I, I had a uh, UNLV plus two and a half and then I, uh, actually cashed it out. Cause I wanted to hear what you guys, uh, what you guys have to say about this first. Uh, uh so I guess, I, I guess it's me. Um, you shouldn't have cashed it out. Uh, UNLV is a covering machine. They're 10 and two against the spread this year. They slipped up last week, but they're probably just looking ahead at this thing, man. That's a home dog. That's a live home dog. Um, also love the looks of their QB. Their QB. He looks like. Take a look at his picture on ESPN. Trav. He looks like back, he could play back up playing, as well. Could be playing at Hawaii. He's like a four touchdown or four INT guy. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, second or third stringer, I think, to start the year as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, actually, I saw the two and a half, so I figured hell with it. it just went money line plus one twenty UNLV. I'm glad we're all on the same page here. I took, I think the wrong team's favorite. I took UNLV. I saw the line was creeping towards three for Boise. So um, if it gets to three, I'm going to rebet again. But I took plus two and a half and UNLV money line. Um, They're an absolute offensive wagon. They can freaking run it up. So I'm, and I'm not sold on Boise State's quarterback. The kid that was supposed to replace Bachmeyer, he kind of stinks. So, um, I'm I'm all in on UNLV. Yeah, great call too. Just watch that thing. If it gets to three, it's hard not to go back in again. I think yeah. Wheelman's right. I mean, we're talking like could be any any second. I was going to say any minute, but I think it could be any second because I'm seeing uh, holy shit. A the Boise two and a half. The Boise quarterback is still Taylor Green. Yeah, Taylor. Yeah, he's that's, back. That's the name. He's back. Yeah, we um, believed in that guy. He tricked us. He swindled us. Yeah. He cost us a lot of money, Trav. You cannot Dude, bet the on fact that, that they're The fact that they're seven and five is insane and in this game. And the fact that they fired their coach and is in this game is yeah. even weirder. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird it's a weird situation. It's a weird uh, dynamic. UNLV has just gotten the job done like all year. I think that's the way to go. Um, I think you just um, – I think you hit the nail on the head there, Will, man. I'm going to wait about um, – I don't know, 15 minutes and see if this thing gets the plus three and then I'm going to take it. Yeah. That's the move. I, yeah, I got it. Plus two, at minus one and two or plus two and a half minus one and two at FanDuel. So yeah, I just saw um, that one. Yeah. I think that's, that's going to be, uh, you know, hopefully tomorrow morning you can be a nice little wake up present, get my, or plus three on UNLV. Plus three will be waiting there for you, Trav. All right. We're into the 4 PM time slot. We have the SEC title game. Um, I don't remember where we were in the order. It's you. It's me. George is yes. favored by five and a half. Total is 49 and a half. Oh, they're begging you to take an under there. Um, yeah, I just got in on this. Uh, I think it's a trap line, but Georgia feels like the most correct, obvious play. Um, I feel like if Georgia wins, they could win by more than 10 points. I will say Bama was on fire leading into that Auburn game. They were just like covering by 20 points a game. Uh, and I mentioned this earlier, but I don't know if you can hold the Auburn game against them either. That's kind of 
I don't know if I'd call it a fluke, but that's basically Auburn lives for that game. It was probably destined to be close. Um, so Bama's serious uh, for sure, but I also have this um, championship future on Bama. So I feel like I almost just hedge it here. I do think the dogs should win by a TD. Um, and like I said, I'll use it as a hedge. I'm going to take the dogs. I found a minus five and a half. Um, couple word of warnings here. Um, I think Nick Saban is four and one against Kirby smart. And I couldn't find the Alabama underdog against the spread stats, but I feel like they are pretty good. So again, this is probably a trap line, but I took dogs. Wheelman. Uh, I agree with everything you said, um, except for I don't necessarily think it's a trap. I think that Georgia is the best team in the country. Uh, that's what I wrote on my sheet. Georgia is the best team in the country. Don't forget it. And I also wrote that Carson Beck is a pro. Um, I think that Georgia is I, – I, and I think I'll, this is nothing against Alabama. I think Alabama is a fantastic team. I just think that there is a little bit of a gap now, and I think that um, that game – it was emotionally draining for Alabama. I think they might come out a little bit slow. And I think that Georgia has just been waiting for this. I yeah. think this is like the game that they finally get up, up for. And this is where Kirby's, you know, going to have all the mean things that were said about them. And, you know, it just feels like it's kind of Georgia's conference right now. And it's Georgia's title until someone proves me otherwise. And I always used to say, um, you know, you don't make money betting against Bama, and now it's you don't make money betting against Georgia. So um, I'm going to take the dogs, and I'm also going to take the over because this is going to be a fun one, I think. Yeah, something's going on with that total. It was like – oh, I read the wrong number, actually. I was going to say, it's mid, I got 54 it's and a half. So it opened yeah. at – the number I looked at is what it opened at. So for some reason it opened at 49 and a half, but I see like 54 and a half now. Um, yeah. So That's everyone everyone that. must be betting it over, basically. Yes. Yeah, I kind of like that as well. I feel like that could be points explosion. I don't – I guess Alabama's offense isn't necessarily deadly, but I do feel like Georgia's going to score plenty of points in this thing. Yeah, I think I, – I really think that um, the USF game with Milrow getting benched, I think that left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. But I think since then, Bama's kind of just been a wagon. You know, like yeah, like good. you said, they've, they've really just played really good football. Saban's you know, obviously best college coach of all time. Um, so they'll be ready to play, too. I just think that, you know, it is a little bit of a town cap still. And Carson Beck against Jalen Milrow, I'll take Carson Beck and the Dogs. I think they just got a little bit more than, than Bama. Trav, Dogs trifecta? I'm with you guys. That's probably not a good thing. I'm it's with like you. Every game, yeah. I'm with yeah. you. I will throw this out that I read. I was trying to find some trends, and this came up. Uh, looks like Alabama has won uh, 15 straight games in the city of Atlanta. <laughs> and then I also saw that they have never lost at the Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium as well. <laughs> well uh, they are 7-0 in first that time. That's so, first time yeah. for everything. So yeah. just a heads up there, just just so you realize uh, what we're doing. What is preferred to have yeah. Wheelman boots on the ground here, but yeah, stallions that <laughs> shit. <laughs> is your, is your buddy uh, your buddy that got the new job? Is he still down there? Could we get just have him go over and just get some boots on the ground real quick? 
No, he's in Miami, but he went to Bama, so I know he's dying to get back there. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. He's all on uh, – I, I think he's he's a little bit nervous, but he'll never say that. Yeah. I, it is tighter than I would have thought. Like, within a TD, that's why I just feel like Georgia seems obvious, and I'm worried it's a trap. But Yes. That that was my whole process. If it was Georgia minus 7.5, I'm taking Bama. Like, I really – I think it's going to be right around a touchdown. Yeah. You know. Uh, hopefully a good game. Uh, at a couple games in that same time slot here, uh, we have the uh, American Conference is playing as well at four. SMU and Tulane. That's a home game for Tulane. Uh, current lines: Tulane favored by three and a half. Total forty-seven and a half. Um, lost it again. Oh, this is you, Wheelman. Is it? Perfect. Uh, I'll keep it short and sweet. I have one thing written down. I said I've bet against Tulane all year, and they have absolutely killed me. So the line's plummeting to the Tulane side. I'm going to take Tulane minus three and a half, <laughs> and I'm going to live with whatever consequence. But I know, side side note, uh, and I get a lot of hate for this, I think Tulane has the best logo and color combo in the country. I do love the logo. Yeah. So I'm taking Tulane. I'm riding with it. I don't. And that's just if I lose, I lose. I took the I'm I'm in on the over 48 and a half here. Both teams pretty reasonable scoring defenses, actually like top 20. But SMU is averaging almost 42 points a game. I, I can't ignore that. Um I, I think Tulane, I'm with you. I think they cover the total. Um, or I think they cover the points here. So I think they score a little bit more than them. I think both teams, you know, probably get pretty darn close to pretty darn close to 30. Um, I don't think I don't know if Tulane will score like a lot, but I think they'll score enough. I just need seven TDs. So seven TDs. Uh, you'll like this, Trev. The last two times these guys have played, they played last year and the year before, eighty plus points in both of those. So it's been points fests. Are you aware that SMU's quarterback is Dunzo? So you're going to be dealing with a backup. Uh, did he play last week? I think he got hurt last week. Preston Stone is out. For the remainder of the season. Okay, so I have a backup. So but I, feel backup. Like I, a, I feel like I feel it like doesn't had, matter at SMU. He's, I think that's. I think that was my logic. Like I was like, I guess because I was trying to figure out why the total is so low, and then I realized that Preston Stone's out. But I was also like, I just don't. I don't think I care. Like, did you look at SMU's like points in the last like six or seven games? I mean, it's the craziest. It's the yeah, craziest they just thing. Score. Yeah. 59, uh, 38, that's their worst one. 45, uh, or I lied, 36 is their worst one. 69, 55. I mean, these guys just, I mean, they just score a lot of points. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to add a general note on this. I don't think either of these teams are very good. I feel like this is a really bad group of five year. And like, even Tulane, is Tulane the only ranked group of five team? They just really haven't been that impressive. Uh, they must be decent on D. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Tulane though. I'm with, I'm with Dev here. Uh, three and a half, not very many points. They're at home. I watched them beat USC last year. Michael Pratt's still there. I feel like they can beat SMU. She'll win by more in the field goal. So not too worried about the hook Tulane minus three and a half. All right. And then, Again. The, yeah. And then the yeah, last, it's, gonna go well. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same picks basically. Yeah. The, Last game at four o'clock, so we got three of these things going. Is App State and Troy? Uh, that's a home game as well. 
So Troy is at home. Troy is favored by five and a half. Total is 52 and a half. Uh, this goes to you, Trav. I'm glad it does because I don't really have any strong feelings here. So I've got Troy winning eight games in a row. They've won seven of those eight by at least 18 points. The App State QB, we kind of chatted about him before the pod. Makes me very nervous, um, but I, I'm not going to overthink it here. This feels super square, but I'm going to take uh, Troy to cover. Uh, I think I'm in at like six or six and a half. What did you say the line was now? You can get a five and a half. There, you it was five. It, oh, five's out there. If you yep, haven't bet it, five, five in general just doesn't do it for me. I'd probably just go five and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Extra juice. Okay. Um, finally, some head to head action here. I took App State. But I have nothing on this game as far as like Intel. Um, other than you're on the wrong side. Other than I'm on the wrong side. And I don't think we were online when we started talking about this, but the App State quarterback's haircut is brutal. I'm going <laughs> to ride with that man anyway. Um, just looked like enough points. I just looked at those two teams. I see that App State must be red hot. I, I wrote them off at the beginning of the year, but um, maybe they're serious. So. Looks like kind of coin flippy to me. I'll just take the team getting points. I took App State. Uh, I'm running with Troy. I'm on Mitch. Me and Mitch are riding this game together. Um, Troy could run the ball and play defense, and I just wasn't – I don't know. I like. I don't really know much about this game either. I know that Troy can run and play good defense, so um, I think they should be able to limit App State uh, offensively, and I'm going to – ride with Troy and hope that I win, but I'm not confident in this one. By <laughs> you, you sound like you're like, I'm not, I really don't know what I'm it, doing here. It, it was yeah, like almost no. like a hostage situation. The way you were reading that. <laughs> no, the, oh. no, I, I wrote down, that's what I was doing a little research. And I just wrote Troy minus it was minus six and a half. I said, that's a good football number. And I said, good defense for Troy and Troy can run the ball. So, so that's all yeah, I, got. I also got this game in Troy, Alabama. Um, I drove by that exit one time, didn't go there. But um, I would throw out there that I don't know what else they're doing down there. They're probably pumped for this game. So, yeah, that that should help. Yes. Troy made me a lot of money this year. I bet them a couple times. So I'm going to keep the train hot. Yeah, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like Troy looked pretty good against the spread. Seven of last seven of eight, they've won by 18 points. I mean, come on now. That's 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 nuts. Okay. Let's get into the last two uh, real conferences again. 8 p.m., we have Big Ten. Michigan and Iowa play in Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, wow. Michigan's favored by 22. Total is 34 and a half. Uh, what is this? Yeah. This is back to me, huh? Um, yeah. yeah, I'm going... Uh, Bud Elliott style here. I'm going to go unconventional play. Uh, I had no idea to do with that giant spread, and that total is so low. I guess it's telling me to take the under, but I just don't feel good about it. So I'm going to play something a little unique. I feel like this Big Ten title game is always close to start with, and there's a second in the game where everyone goes, holy shit, this Big Ten West team might actually win the game, and that Usually lasts for a good quarter and a half. Uh, I'm just going to try and survive till halftime. I'm going to take Iowa, 
getting points in the first half. I am taking Iowa plus 13 and a half. Oh, wow. Wow. Me and the Ference boys, we're looking to muck this thing up and just try and hold Michigan from scoring in the first half. Maybe we steal a little turnover inside the red zone and kick a field goal out of that thing. Why do I feel like Michigan kicks four field goals and you cover? <laughs> no, I think we get a field goal too. So like three to, oh man. 15? 17 wouldn't do it, huh? Yeah. It's going to have to be like a TD and two field goals, three to 13 or something. Yeah, or three field goals, or, right? Yeah. Six, 16 to three. That would be perfect. Give me 16 that. Three. Give me 16 to three. Yeah. <laughs> you getting plus odds on under 13 and a half? Uh, I think it's minus one Oh five. It's not quite. And I, I don't think it's there anymore, but I did see that Iowa's team total was half a point for both first half and second half. And it had plus odds on it at one time. I was too late. I would have taken them both. I would have said they could go over. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you. Oh, you would have said they could go over. Yes. (laughs) Oh God. No, you don't think somebody just fumbles the ball. No. I know. Yeah, I think some guy in a cowboy collar is like jumping on a fumble in this game <laughs> and it's going to be like inside the 20. Again, it's what I just said. I think the first half there's going to be a few moments where you're like, "Holy shit, this might actually be close." So, Iowa first half. Plus 13 and a half. Who's up? I was gonna, is it yeah, me or you. Mitch? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, first thing I wrote down is who the hell is betting Iowa? So that answers my question. I well, guess it's you. Iowa first half. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, uh, ten win team. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I could I don't I, this is one of my favorites of the week. I'm going to take Michigan, um, and I'm going to take you know whatever whatever it is up to 24. I think is and even then over. I don't think I I just don't think this game is going to be particularly close. I think that. Um, there's no chance that Michigan takes their foot off the gas. Number one, because Harbaugh is back, and because they do have that. I mean, they're basically shooing for the playoffs, but it is on the line. And I think that uh, the only metric that they really both have in common is playing Penn State, and Penn State shot out Iowa 31-0. And you can argue Michigan's defense is as good, if not better, than Penn State's, and their offense is certainly better. So um, I'm going to ride Michigan and I'll probably sprinkle on the under just for fun because it's just an Iowa game and that's always yeah I'd probably lean under uh Penn State game halftime score if you guys were curious 10 nothing okay well there you go there you go you what do you uh what do you Drew Aller versus uh JJ McCarthy and Blake Corum and all those guys so no reason for Michigan to throw the ball in this game let's just probably try and pound it for three yards at a time so we'll see yeah, I mean, I'm on your, I'm on your train of thinking. Um, I'm just gonna go a little bit more standard, and I'm just gonna play that just the under 35 and a half. This feels like the safest bet of the year. Uh, feels like it should be lower. I think Michigan just basically does whatever they need to do to uh, control this game. They can run the ball. They probably won't have as many explosive plays. I don't think Iowa scores. This feels like 28-0 to me. You don't think Iowa scores at all? No. Not one freebie. Wow. No. no. <laughs> Neither of you guys. Okay. No. I might, I might take what, Iowa team. What is, their, what is their team total? I think it's six and a half. 
yeah, it was six and a half earlier this week, at least. Yeah, I mean, if I could get a seven, I'd probably, I would probably like take out a mortgage uh, <laughs> and bet the under because I just, I don't know how they score more than that. I think they're also aware of what they're up against. I, they're probably going to take a few ridiculous shots. Like they'll probably just chuck a couple deep into double coverage. I'm just asking. I might take that team total over. I'm just asking for one. Oh man! I see. It's like minus one twenty-five. So the under six and a half is like even odds. This is a different animal here, Snake. It's yeah. a different just, animal. I'll probably this, just be smart. I've never seen anything like it. I'll probably just be smart about it and play under the game total thirty-five and a half. Um, but that is intriguing to just bet on Iowa to score because I I think they're going to score. Okay. Um, last game, probably the hardest game. I feel like if you say you know how this is going to play out, you're lying. Uh, Louisville and Florida State play. I have no idea where this game is. Oh, Bank of America. That must be the Panthers Stadium. Sure. Yeah. Charlotte. Uh, Florida State is now favored by one and a half. That was a four and a half at one point in time. And the total is 47 and a half. Um, I think I just went, so this one's dev. Uh, this is my favorite bet of the weekend. I'm taking Florida State. Um, I just, I've been waiting kind of for the opportunity to sell on Louisville. Got to sell them last week against Kentucky. Um, I just, even with a backup quarterback for Florida State to be favored, it just smells like a rat. And I'm going to, I just think Florida State is, I mean, even without Jordan Travis, they're super talented all over the place. And I think Louisville is probably the most overrated team in the country. Um, but yeah, it's just the ultimate sell spot for me for Louisville. And I'm going to hit Florida state, hopefully into the college football playoffs. We'll see. I'm a hundred percent with you. I, I can't take Louisville seriously. I think Florida state has enough playmakers on the offensive side of the ball that they can kind of get away with having a backup QB here. I think we saw that in the final like 35 minutes once the uh, of that uh, last week's game after the Rodemaker guy kind of chilled out a little bit. I, I think Florida State wins this game by multiple scores. I just think they're better on both sides of the ball. I just I can't take Louisville seriously at all. I and ultimately, yeah, uh, this this feels like it's. I mean, this is getting closer and closer to a pick them yet again. I'm just gonna wait here. I've cut myself off. I won't take anything with like better odds than uh or worse odds than minus 120 it's at florida state's money line right now it's minus 122 i'm just gonna wait 15 minutes here check back uh once that thing gets to 120 i'm firing yep <laughs> um i actually didn't like a side either way a little bit worried about this do you guys feel like there's any element of we're not gonna rig the game but hey it'd be kind of nice if uh louisville won yeah definitely but I, I don't. I just I I like Florida State a lot, even without Jordan Travis. They get their. Yeah, I just it's also I the other I think thing you're gonna just smoke them. Th- that, but that's just bothering me. And the other thing in my the back of my mind is how many times has the playoff committee ever had to make a difficult decision? I think it's one, yeah. and that wasn't really that difficult. It's one, and they made the right decision. Yeah, yeah. They seem yeah. to get bailed out every year, so this would be a bailout spot. I'm a little bit afraid to take Florida State. Um, I'm kind of using last week as a learning experience. I think I want to just take the under for the sake of the pod. I'll say my play is the under, uh, 47 and a half right now. I f- think I found a 48 
Um, but I'm actually wondering if the safer play is Louisville team total under because I feel like Florida State's defense is going to have to be lights out to kind of pick up yeah. the offense here. Um, I, I I think you could go. I, I think you talked me into the under. I think the under is a great play. If it's that, would you say 47 and a half, 48? Yeah. Yeah. 48. I, think, I mean, it just feels like a grimy, grinded out game. You Florida know what I mean? I don't th- Florida State's pretty good on D too. And we all yeah. agree like Louisville is pretty fake. Like I don't think yeah. Louisville's offense is good. Uh, Louisville did just they lost give up pit a pit by 10, right? <laughs> they did just give up a shit ton of points to Kentucky 38, which that's a little, yeah, they just made Kentucky look great. Yeah. No, yeah. No. yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, side, I would lean with you guys, but I think the under is even safer in my brain. So I'm playing the under. Uh, I'm with you. I'm adding under your mind for sure. And this is kind of depressing. Uh, we usually do other picks at this point. There are no other games unless someone has an NFL play or something. Yeah, I, Packers plus seven. San Francisco minus one. Got them early. Those are my two for the week. Okay. I didn't even look I at NFL. I can't lines. believe a San Francisco minus one exists. Uh, who on earth are I, they playing? Oh, Eagles. Philly. Yeah. It's going to be a nice. good game. Oh, Will, man. That's. It's a uh, minus three right now, so nice. Yes, got Good. it right. A Sunday night, I got it, or Monday morning. I Good can't play, remember, but great play. I'm excited. Oh man, Eagles home dog though, Wheelman. I think I might have a play for this week. Yeah, I I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, Going to be close, but I think San Francisco is the better team. Trav, should I should I do it again? Steelers minus five and a half hosting the Cards. And I'm not sure it <laughs> keeps working. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're covering actually, but they. <laughs> somehow so i might play steelers um okay more importantly we all got to try and pick a favorite play out of those 10 games and we're gonna parlay it up let's go perfect i I can go first shouldn't be a problem because we agreed on a lot here so i can go what's your favorite play trav i like iowa michigan under 35 and a half (laughs) let's go iowa michigan (laughs) yeah i'm good with that uh, I'll take Florida State minus two and a half or minus one and a half. Wow. Hell yeah. Okay. Or money for the parlay. Let's go money. Line. Yeah. Okay. Good money call. Line money line. Don't dick around with that. Uh, I'm just in between a couple here, but my gut keeps taking me back to the mullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. There's some like easy ones this week. <laughs> there's some easy <laughs> ones. Let's we're getting more than two touchdowns. I think it's in the big 12. Half championship game yeah let me just look at the board real quick again yeah that's the play uh we'll take oak state as the third leg we gotta call this the gundy <laughs> hanging in the rafters when we win this one that's gonna suck when that's the first leg and it goes down yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna be because you guys picked that you guys both picked the 8 p.m game too <laughs> oh man yeah <laughs> i'm gonna call it the gundy hundy because that's how much money i'm gonna lose on this thing when we miss it yeah. by one leg <laughs> <laughs> uh all right um okay that's about two hours so that's pretty much the pod any any final notes here it's kind of depressing no, nice. i think you touched on the text line uh sorry go ahead will man it's just oh i was just gonna say thanks for having me this is awesome anytime I'm welcome back. I'd be more than happy. To yeah. this is so much <laughs> you're well, you're welcome. You're welcome back anytime. Um, we are running a college football. Oh championship yeah. Put that pool. Out there. It's just like a, we're just picking the winners, uh, no spreads, no totals, just who's going to win. I just, 
like I'm dying to see if someone could nail all 10. I just don't think it's possible. Um, what do you guys think? What do you guys think the winner? How many do you think they'll get right? Seven? Is that crazy? Yeah. I was going to say seven. Uh, all right. I think it'll be a lot of sevens and then someone will pick like the right upset and it'll be eight. It will be the winner. There's only going to yeah. be like, t- well, I guess if we start talking group of five, upsets could yeah. happen. In the power five games, there's going to be like one upset, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Gundy. Yeah. Maybe. yeah um but yeah um get in on that where um yeah do you blast you blast an email out there trav or something we gotta send Uh, something yeah i could do yeah i'll do something but um we could have a uh or basically we're uh like to have you on a future episode of the pod plus we're doing a little uh just a little five dollars this time just make things interesting obviously the more bodies the better winner takes all so uh, make sure you get in on that. We posted it on the uh, Instagram page uh, uh, at that's underscore garbage. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, or sorry, like I do that every single time. Uh, you can uh, listen to us on Spotify and uh, give us a give us a like or whatever you do. Um, if we're in your five star review, if we're in your Spotify Wrapped, text it to us. <laughs> please text us. Please text it to the text line. Uh, the text line's number is um, Jackie Robinson, Red German, Gary Bertier. Uh, Joe Sackick, <laughs> Terry Tate. Uh, that's uh, 4242 Um Hit us up. Yep. Um, so that's the pod. Um, this Wheelman, is, thanks again, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Wheelman. Uh, we uh, enjoyed having your expertise, uh, college football knowledge for this one. It's a big week. Uh, this is very depressing, but I guess when we come back next week, Trav, we're going to have one game to talk about. I'm, I'm going to throw up. Yep, that sounds good. <laughs> this sucks. Hey, we're, put some NFL in there, boys. This, NFL we're, basically, gonna, we're going we're into happen. NFL mode. It hurts. Yep. Oh, it's the best, dude. I love NFL. Okay, yeah. All right, well, thanks for all for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, boys. See you, boys. What a good place to be Don't believe it Cause you speak a different language And it's never something I'll